Welcome to episode 78 of the Pack Life Podcast. I'm your host, Bruiser Carter, along with my family. <laughs> Assignment, we got Mr. Damon Geist, my cousin. Diagonal me, we got my brother, Mr. Cut Carter. And last but not least, we got dad himself, Mr. Jalen Benjamin. Sir, hey, let it be noted, I was the first arrival today, too. He was the first arrival today. He was. Gentlemen, 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 how are you guys doing today? We started late, so we gave you time to show up. They start late. Feeling great, man. Feeling great. Mine's great. You said what? We got plenty to cover today. Oh, yeah. So it's really a lot, low key. How you doing, Cut Carter, with the pack merch on? Doing good. Just day by day, man. Day by day. JB, you good? Watching the game? Say Daniel Jones yeah. suck. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm blessed, man. I ain't got no complaints. Daniel Jones I, is trash. <laughs> I got you. I'm well. I'm well. I'm living. I'm living for a change of events. We're going to start with football, not basketball. Been a minute since. Hold we- up, hold up, hold up. Before we even get started, how about a how about a round of applause for our host, the man behind the pack life, oh. for his interviewer, Blackish, man. How about a, a round of applause? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Make sure y'all go watch that, you know, on the pack TV page. Go watch it, go watch yeah. it, run it up. Link right here. Link Do that. Right here. Yeah, right Matt, no, 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 I gotta shout you out again. The man got his grueling. Now it's all about you. <laughs> he also will be interviewing <laughs> vice presidential candidate. Well, not interviewing, but he'll be covering vice presidential Maybe, candidate. Oh, wait, interview or covering? Which one? Covering. It's covering. I don't think I'll ask a question. Five. I might. I might, though. Covering <laughs> vice presidential candidate Kamala Harris tomorrow as well. You know what I'm saying? So that means. It's one way to be the golden child, but you ain't had to show me up by this much. I'm just like you, man. We, we both bleed the same blood, you feel me? Nah, well, well you make it, I'll make it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it was it was dope interviewing Blackish, uh, Anthony Anderson, Lawrence Fishburne, Marseille Martin, Miles Brown, Marcus Schneider from Blackish. Jennifer Lewis was supposed to be there, but she didn't show up to scheduling conflict. Also, it's dope. They just throw me like blessings and opportunities. So I'm just grateful and humble for the opportunities that are just coming, you know? So I appreciate y'all boys shouting me out. You know, I'm humble. It's so all like talking about like my success in public. So I appreciate that. Thanks for my Odell, buddy. You deserve it, bro. You deserve appreciate, it. 100%. Appreciate, appreciate. All right. So let's start with football. We got to start with the news that, that shook the sports world. Let me mute this conversation real quick. Uh, that boy TT to attack of a low will be starting for the Miami Dolphins. Not this week as the Dolphins are on the bye, but next week. As he takes over the three and three Dolphins, where Fitzpatrick, Ryan Fitzpatrick, was the starting quarterback, and it became it came a bit of a shock. People were su- surprised they made the move because the Dolphins are actually has a chance to compete and make a potential wild card play. So it shocked people. So who wants to go first? Uh, Jalen, you are a Tua Tagovailoa apologist, so I think I should start with you. How do you feel about the Tua move, man? Man, I love it, man. Why not get a young guy the keys early, man? While the team is in good spirits, you know. Everyone seems to be clicking. He just needs to come in and do his job. You know what I'm saying? We know what type of talent Tua has. It's Joe Burrow. You know what I'm saying? He's up there with Joe Burrow. I think I think he'll go out there and make some noise, bro. Like, a lot of people are saying, like, why go and disrupt what they had going on? But at the same time, we know we know Fitz is not, is not long-term. Why not let the young guy come in there, get some reps, learn from his mistakes, win some games? He going to lose some, of course. Nobody's expecting him to go and just make the playoffs. But 
I'm gonna be on record saying this. I on wouldn't be surprised if they slid in there though. Slid Last in spot. Uh, the seventh spot, the newly unveiled mm-hmm. seventh spot. The seventh spot. I wouldn't be surprised, but you know what I'm saying? Hats off to Brian Flores, man. Black coach down there. This is a gutsy call, and I think it's gonna pay off for him. You can bet on tour, bro. Hundred percent. Demond, do you agree Damn. with him? Hundred percent. Do you bet? Do you think this is a good move? Uh, I do. I do like the move. Um, I do want to give a hats off to Brian Flores. I like the way, like the way the Dolphins are looking. Um, when you play a team like the Jets, you do exactly what they did. You put your foot on their neck and you, you shut them out. Um, they also looked good against the 49ers. Um, when they put the brakes on them as the road team. So when I look at the Dolphins, right. So when I look at the Dolphins, I think he made the right call. Um, they're three and three. This is the best position I think they'll be in all year. Yep. Golden Tate touchdown. But, um, but I definitely think when you look at that, they made the right move and I'm excited to see what Tua does, but you know, we had, we had, uh, some wild things going to group chat, like, Oh, he's offensive player of the year or uh, offensive rookie of the year already. And, he has Russell Wilson and Mahomes type. Like, no, too soon. He threw two two throws against the worst team in the NFL, and I can't believe those words were uttered. Can we just pump <laughs> the brakes a little bit? We're excited to see him play. Like, it's going to be his week one. So we're excited to see him play. But that's it. Y'all man got the potential to be like them boys, but I agree. It is not as potential. Y'all was saying he's going to be Russell Wilson. No. He's going to be Mahomes. That was crazy. First, uh, first and foremost, I didn't say none of that. But since, but since the person Mace is not. Here, not I'm sorry, you got to defend it. Since Mason not here. What I think of Tua, I think Tua has the potential, the potential to be a transcendent guy like Rogers or a Russ, but. You know what I'm saying? He got to perform. He got to put. He got to put tape on the field, bro. So, like, so I'm gonna play. Before I give it to Claire, I'm gonna play a little <laughs> devil's advocate real quick. Do y'all think he is a? Do y'all think he is fully healthy? And B, when he was in Alabama, he was always he had loads of talent with Judy, Ruggs, Waddle, Smith, Herb Smith Jr. They always produce offensive tackle. Najee Harris was is there. Uh, Damian Harris is there. Uh, any Alabama running back, they're five. They produce running backs. Do you don't you don't think it's just a product of Nick Saban's system that Tua is this good? No, Tua is is just this good. It's, it has nothing to do with his. I mean, okay, yeah, he had weapons, but you can look at any quarterback that perform that performs at a high level. They always have some type of weapon. They always have a plethora of weapons. Look at Trevor Lawrence; he has weapons. Look at. Joe Burrow, he had weapons. The list can go on and on and on. I'm telling you. I think you. the difference is I see. we oh. saw those guys make those weapons. We say, I, I, oh, this I guy see. has Justin stuff. Trevor have the, Justin and Trevor had the least amount of weapons out of all of them. Joe and yeah, Trevor. Two was, two no, was Justin, definitely on the different Justin and Trevor. Pedestal. Oh, Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Justin gotcha, Fields. Gotcha. Okay. That's fair. Two you don't really yeah. he, he kind of, you know, he do it with his legs a little bit more than they, but he can still throw, but I'm just saying. He got the option to run because he don't have his his weapons aren't on that level. At least we don't know them now. If, if, you know if they are, if they eventually will be. But I think for well, LSU, that's another thing. For LSU, exactly it was like people that. didn't know who Justin Jefferson was to after this did this season. I mean, that's true. But at the same time, that boy still went out there and balled. You can't say that's right. all on Joe Burrow. But it that was after a season, an off season of working together and gelling. 
Yeah, because he, 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 was, he was average. He wasn't bad. Nobody expected him. Like, he came in as a two-star, bro. He wasn't expected to be this this good. And now, as you can see, they're that good. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was like a two-three star. Wait. If you look at the rookie list, the rookie list was from Joe? tackles, LSU. I'm looking it up. Two-star, three-star. Most yards for a rookie, two-star, three-star. Most yards for a quarterback, Joe Burrow. Most receiving yards, Justin Jefferson, two-star. So it's like that's why I really don't Overs. really care about stars. Even you good, you like yeah. you, you, could, go you could be taught. You know what I'm saying? You could learn to be better. You could, you know, you could work to be better. Twenty four. Exactly. Uh, it all, it's all about sports. Program. Had Joe as a four star. So Joe was okay. a four star, and he got. So, I mean, he got recruited by Ohio State, so he's not like. I'm not saying Joe a bum by any means. I'm just saying Joe went to a team that nobody expected to do anything. It was like, oh y'all got y'all got our transfer. Ha, y'all won't be good. Y'all. Y'all just lost to Notre Dame or the year before or whatever. Didn't didn't we lose? The, what's the bowl game we lost when he played? That Joe played. Uh, Florida, we won a we won a game. We beat UCF. Yeah, and then after that, he turned it up a notch though. <clears throat> Bro, nobody expects LSU to be sorry. LSU is one of the best programs in college football. No, no, I'm, not, no I'm not saying like it's a bad program. I'm just saying like nobody, everybody still. So, was, why is every year that everybody says, "Oh, it's Bama's division." Is the is Bama's division that, to lose? That you know, is true. Well, nobody Bama's ever says LSU division to lose. It's always oh, no, Bama, no, 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 Bama, no. Bama, 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 Bama. Bama always top three in recruiting classes. Georgia always top three in recruiting top, classes. Yeah, is the same schools Clemson. getting the, the Clemson, Clemson? Yeah, Clemson, Georgia, Bama. Yeah, OSU. Yep. LSU don't be up there. Nobody mentions them. That's my point. That's my point. Not so much there. They can't be. They can't get better or be better. It's the fact that nobody. Like accounted for us, like every year, every Man. season we come into. Because every year as an LSU fan, we say the same thing. I think this all year we finally gonna get Bama. <laughs> we said, you know what I'm saying. So every year we come into college football is always Clemson. People always say Clemson, Bama, Ohio State, and we're gonna be that next team. That's like what they say coming into the playoffs. Getting back Florida. to it used to be like who was the other ACC team, ACC team before Clemson? It was like Clemson. Florida State. ACC, no, it yeah, wasn't. I think it was, it might have been was that one time, that one year. But it's like, it's a cycle, though, with the ACC. Yeah. But right now, it's just Clemson. Though. It's like, nobody's giving them run for the years. Ain't been no Florida, Florida, Florida State used to be like that, boy. They even played, as I'm saying, that was a long time ago. That was 2014. That, yeah, that ain't that long ago. 13. They fell from grace for sure, though. But yeah, <laughs> it ain't been that long. Miami, when the last time Miami been good? This year. They won last week, but Clemson <laughs> beat the ass. Clemson beat the ass, yeah. didn't they? Miami yes. has to be Clemson for a long time. They played last week. I know that was the game the uh, game of the week. They Clemson blew them off. They blew them Clemson off. won. Yeah, they blew them off. Close. How you feel, Derek? You think uh, they should have started two, or do you think they should have let Fitzpatrick? I think, I think there's always been a plan. It was always two who's going to be our starter when he's healthy. I think they went precautionary route with him and was like, let you sit behind Ryan, let Ryan manage this. And Ryan said he's heartbroken. I feel for him because you you three and three, you don't you lose usually lose your job. Especially as a white quarterback. They don't you don't really see too much. Uh, mm-hmm. I've seen it before. Kurt Warner won nine games with the Giants and they put Eli in. It happens. Look how it worked. You always out. gonna go with the yeah, you always gonna go with the young talent. It happens before. It, it happened with it, Urban and Tyrod too. Just his injury. Tyrod that's what I said. It was it it it, pro, it uh, expedited the process. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Sabotage. again, if you draft the if you draft the quarterback, it's, <laughs> everybody that drafts the quarterback except the Packers, because they have Aaron Rodgers. They have Aaron Rodgers. Why would you? That, that's why. I yeah. Just, why would they draft one? That yeah. That you draft, when you draft the quarterback <laughs> first round, they're expected to make 
get some PT eventually. Like, so I don't know what that means for Aaron Rodgers. It probably means nothing, but it's just a waste of a. It's just not uh, smart. it might. We're gonna hold on. Yep, keep going. My bad. But look, look, I'll put it like this. Like Jamal said, we've seen it before, but it's just. It's when somebody's winning, it just looks worse than when they're losing. Like they was 0 and 6, everybody be begging for like Baker to start from the off the off the roof. Tyrod got hurt, then he played. Brett Favre, yep. Brett Favre. Well, they started 0 and 3. Brett Favre yeah, got Brett replaced by Rodgers, but I think that was at, like Alex Smith got replaced by Mahomes. I mean, it happened. Alex Smith got. Replaced but that by was Cap. a year though. That was a year though. Alex got Smith. replaced by Kaepernick. Alex Smith got replaced by Kaepernick. Alex Smith. Yeah, Alex Smith got the score in the state multiple times. I do want to say I saw. I saw a tweet that said uh, hats off to Josh McCown and uh, Fitzpatrick on leading the generation of quarterbacks. Every quarterback that they've mentored is not on that elite level, but I do want to give hats off to Alex Smith as far as mentoring because he got Kaepernick to the Super Bowl. Well, not got Kaepernick to the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Kaepernick elevated that team to a Super Bowl, and Mahomes now has a Super Bowl under his resume under the guidance of Alex Smith. So just hats off to Alex Smith. And um, I mean, I'm not against it. Like I said, it was always, I felt like it was a, he had a bad hip injury, an injury that most people don't, well, they, you can come back from, but it's like, you never the same. So it was just a bad injury. And if you rush him out there week one and he get cracked by a good, you know, all the teams they play, Bobby Wagner could have hit him. You know, somebody could have got him. So when they first game against the Rams, that's, that's a bad, that's a test there. You're going to know if you could uh, take a hit after that game. Even if, um, perfect yeah, as we welcome in uh, Mr. Johnny Mars. What's up, John? What's up, y'all? Hey, man, I like the turtleneck, man. I see you. You're killing it right now. <laughs> you feel me? You feel me? Uh, but, like, even I think even with them, I add in Tua in there, I don't think that hurts their chances to beat the Rams next week. No, I don't think – I think I think he's better. I don't – I can't say well, – I feel like he's going to be better than Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't know if it's going to be first game he's better, plays better than him. But he's – like, we know in the long run where he's expected to be better than him, period. Yeah. And, that, well, and, I, and then it's like, why throw him into the fire next season, week one? We can throw him to the fire now because you know you're not expected to win shit. That's how I feel. They, they don't think they're going to win. So it's like, they three and three. Mm-hmm. If he come out there and stay up the joint, no, bro. They, the Patriots, when the Patriots hit their stride, and the, I mean, the Bills going, I think the Bills going to make the playoffs too. So it's like, I didn't see no space for him to really get in in, in the AFC. Well, the Patriots hit their stride. Yeah, Demond is right. As of right now, the Dolphins sit at 503-3, second in the division. The Bills have not looked good of late. I definitely think someone – I think in recent memory, Ryan Flores is the best coach from the Belichick coaching tree. No. So, yes. Who? Mike Vrabel. Mike, oh, yeah. Okay. Mike Vrabel. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, as, far as, as far as Ryan Flores, I've really liked what I've seen in Miami this year. So, they're, I, I'm not saying anything as far as them not believing they can win. Fitzpatrick is incredibly streaky. They knew he would get hot at some point, and that's why they've been able to go on this run. They won back-to-back games, so I think they're in prime position to believe they can win the division, and that's why you bring in a guy like Tua who can bring that energy because while Fitzpatrick brings good, you know, energy to the locker room, and we hear that with all the teams he's been on, there's nothing like a young quarterback who gets guys going who's also been in a winning program and knows what it takes to win. I will also add that the Dolphins are – are on two against winning teams and three. They didn't and one play nobody good when they won that last them last two games. They played the Jets. I don't. I think yeah, the, the Niners are a good team. They just are. Struggling. I think the Niners are overrated, but the Niners got right against their division rival. So I, I feel like them games you can't really like they're gonna play them differently than they play anybody else. Always right. division oh, games always are different to me. 
John. Soon, and Niners are on your schedule as well. Ass whooping. John, John, do you think Tua should have started? Do you think they should have waited before we move off this topic? Yeah, coming into the season, they didn't have aspirations of winning the division. Probably didn't have aspirations of going to the playoffs. But I will say that AFC this year has looked underwhelmingly weak. Like, they're not the power conference that I want. Like, they never are the power conference. It's always the NFC. But the NFC, adding that extra seed, adding that extra seed is like, you really open that doorway for the Dolphins to make the playoffs. And I think it sucks for Ryan Fitzpatrick because he was having a great year, but he knew that he had to be extraordinary, damn near perfect, in order for him to keep the job all the way for the entire season. So bringing Tua in with his week six, week seven, where you're three and three, and you are basically like at the beginning of the season, you 500. So it's a chance for him to really show what it is that he's been drafted as number seven for. Um, and I'm just looking forward to – to him balling out, I think they're going to go and make the playoffs. They could win the division still, too. Gotcha. Yeah. In- gotcha. Are you good? You good? Yes, sir. All right. Okay. Okay. Division for sure. Sticking in the uh, sticking, stand in the AFC, we got the not, I won't say a blockbuster trade, but it was a notable trade. Yannick and Glockway traded to the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I was in one of my fantasy football chats and I was like, we were discussing like, why did they make this trade? Somebody pointed out that the problem with Baltimore is they can't get a pass rush on Patrick Mahomes. So you go add Yannick and Glockway to get more pressure on Patrick Mahomes. And they gave up a third round pick for this uh, draft and next year and next year's draft they gave up a fifth round pick. Did you guys like the move? Do you, do you think this makes the Ravens better? I start with Demond John with the way. <laughs> do I think the move made them better? Yes. hundred percent. And reports have said that they wanted Ngakwe since the Jags had him on the block, but at that time he was too expensive. Uh, some of that money now goes to the Vikings books. I really don't know what sense it made for them to make the deal, especially with them putting Daniel Hunter on IR for good this year, and he has to get neck surgery. But um, I'm just not really sure what's going on in Minnesota. There could be a fire sale. We know they're in cap uh, problems with the uh, with Kirk Cousins and everything that is tied up. But as far as Baltimore, I mean, they're all in. And they also signed Dez to their practice squad. And uh, we've heard people talk about A.B., but it starts putting them on the defensive end. And their GM has done a really good job of bringing guys in for little to nothing. Calais Campbell, uh, Marcus Peters, who ended up last year as an all-pro. Uh, you still have Marlon Humphrey, who just signed a contract extension. And it just, it just really kind of surprises me how good that they still are able to be. And they cut Earl Thomas a all-pro, Pro Bowl, Hall of Fame safety, and there's been no drop-off. So, hats off to the Ravens. The rich get richer, and they get better. So, this will help them in the long run. I'm going to go to Derek next. Before I give it to you, Derek, why what, do you think they should have spent this third-round pick on, like, their offense? Like, go get a receiving title like Randall Cobb or another receiver that's in the, uh, like, that's on another team rather than just uh, build up your defense that's already your strongest. That's, that's your strongest side anyway, so I build it up more, basically. I think the offense is run-based regardless. There is a run-based offense. He don't want to, like, they don't want to throw the ball unless they have to throw the ball, for real. Like, they they win most more games when they're running than when they do when they're throwing. So that's what I think that goes to. But I don't think they're done yet. If it comes to that, by that trade deadline, they like, all right, bro, we need another receiver. They signed Diz, but people was hyping that up, but Diz is on the practice squad. Diz is not on the active roster. It's like a... It's basically like, a, oh, show me what you got. We might bring you up if somebody get hurt or 
you know, if you could look good and they were vibing with you, gonna mess with you. But as far as adding Yannick, Yannick got traded to Minnesota. I don't think he was really happy to go there. I think he was just happy to get out of Jacksonville. And now he's sending him back with Clayus Campbell, who he was mentored by with the Jags. And now he's putting them with all them Florida boys and all that. The whole little trust, uh, big trust and everything they got going on. Put him with them. He's excited now. It's like, this is the closest thing he's getting to that Jacksonville team that went, uh, you know, when they were good. When he was with Leonard and Jalen Ramsey and all them boys. So yeah. it's like, oh, I was with the I was with the Jags. They won in five. Now this season, I was with the Vikings. They won in five. I wasn't having having a good time. I'm still I'm still me. And he wasn't out there with the Neil. I, I was actually forgetting that the Neil wasn't playing. So that really hurt him too. Because if he had the Neil on the other side, it like open it up for you. But now you got Clay's Campbell. You got him. You got um, what's her name? Uh, uh Queen. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Judon. Judon is one more dude. Forgot what they, they play 4-3, though. They play 3-4, so it's like, but either way, now you got them with all them linebackers. Like you said, Patrick Queen. Corners are good. good. The safety's playing better than I, I, I thought without Earl, they was going to look bad on the secondary. They don't look that bad. So. Or well, when you're loaded with Jimmy Smith, like DeMond said, Marcus Peters, Marlon Humphreys. The boy not gonna be all pro first corner. It's not gonna be that big. Why say loaded? I said so. I think it's a good move for the Ravens. I think every move they make should be targeted at the uh, Chiefs. That's their being the Chiefs. That's who they look. That's the only person they're looking up to. Like I just hope they don't like similar to last year. They don't just zone in on the Chiefs and like they gonna because they still gotta see Pittsburgh and Tennessee. Last well, that Pittsburgh game, they they played they played a real Pittsburgh this year two times. So that's gonna um. They're going to know all they need to know. JB, do you agree? Do you like the move to acquire Judah? I mean, uh, Yannick Ngakwe? I love it. Them boys trying to get after uh, Patty Mahomes, man. The baby goat right now. Because I'm trying to tell you, bro, that's the biggest hurdle, I think. I mean, Tennessee, like you said, obviously can't be overlooked. And I think with Derrick Henry over there, I mean, I mean, this acquisition is even going to be more helpful with stopping him as well. But you know, the before boys you go up, on, there, before you go on, there is no stopping him. You could just slow him down, but there's no such thing as stopping him. Oh, hell you, you, no such is, thing. Yeah. you can slow him down. That's all they need to do, really. If you slow him down, bro, it's it's really curtains. Who are you going to depend on, Tannehill? Uh, no. Don't get disrespectful. He's second in my MVP rankings right now. That kid. Ryan Tannehill, second <laughs> in MVP voting. You know Ryan Tannehill looks good because Derrick Henry make him make it easy for yes. him. Yes, exactly. Like what? Go ahead, John. Bruh. Oh, yeah, uh, I definitely, definitely, definitely like the move. Not to mention the general management from Baltimore has been fantastic the last couple of years. Not to mention they really just got Marcus Peters last season. And pairing him back up uh, with Calais Campbell and then also having Matthew Judon, it just makes this team that much more scary. This team already leads the league in the fewest points per game at 17.3. And now they're in a position to make that number a little bit more smaller 
also being able to get to the quarterback and, and increase their total sacks as a team and defense. I just think that Baltimore knows what they're doing. The organization is run very smoothly. And this is just a reflection of the greatness that Baltimore has been doing since drafting Lamar Jackson. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to do this upcoming playoff season. This postseason is going to be a great year for them. They had very high hopes last year or close. And I think this year they finished the job. They go to the Super Bowl. And hopefully we have Lamar Jackson holding up the Lamar Trophy. Got you. Not your Chicago Bears, I see. Lost faith in them boys already, huh? Uh, Lamar Jackson is a black quarterback. I don't mind him holding up the Lombardi Trophy over <laughs> anybody that's white. Um, sorry. I feel you. I feel you. And on the other side of the coin, just no, we don't have to go in depth about this. But what is Minnesota doing? They're after their they finally got a playoff home with Kirk Cousins. Now they look like they're blowing it up. Like it's, the offense line is one of the worst in the NFL. They let Xavier Rhodes go. The secondary is trash. Other outside of Harrison Smith, like what's oh, wrong? No, like no, no, this is my boy Danzler. He's solid. Terrible. Better question. Is will Mike Zimmer get fired if they have a poor yes. season? I, well, they I don't think it's his fault. Well, whoever the whoever signed Kirk Cousins is they fault. Yeah, they, I think they, Kirk they Cousins is the problem. And it just it didn't work out how they thought it was gonna work out. And the only bright side of this season is Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook. And Dalvin Cook proves again he can't stay healthy. So mm. it's really just all about Justin Jefferson. That's really the highlight. That's all the only reason I want to watch him. I think you go get fields in this next draft. Blow it up. Go, go get fields. Go get pieces, Nobody you know what I'm saying, that you may contract, need. But so he's going he to have to just stay there. Yeah. Like, who who cares? He he doesn't need to be the starter going forward next season. Like, he's terrible. You agree, DeMar? I don't. It's quick. It's it's funny how quickly we forget that Kirk Cousins went on the road and beat a 13-3 team in the playoffs last year. Well, I mentioned the Saints as if he's the reason he beat us uh, i just did i say did i really, say the saints I said well, that's what you're talking about teams. we're the 13 to 13 I, I know who it was he, oh, no, he, he did go on there he did go on there that's not why they won though I, I presented a fact and kirk cousins had the won. biggest player the that see I, I love when people pick a game to dwell on and make that uh, attach that to greatness because what the fuck you doing now nothing that's the biggest one of his career how can i not mention it this is true. Okay, but you just you see what I'm talking about, Jalen? When people pick, they pick and choose. Because when we talk about Rodgers, you talking about, well, that was, oh, what is he doing now? He's not elite. So now we're talking about Kirk Cousins being ass, and now you're saying he's not ass because of what he did last playoff. He does well, have a same point. Thing, well, let me make, this, make, make it more abundantly clear for you. Last year, people say Jared Goff was ass. His off- offensive line was trash. One of the worst in the league. This year, Kirk Cousins was even – one of the best wide receiver duos in the game already with Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, even with an emerging tight end in Irv Smith Jr., even with a top five running back in Dalvin Cook, he's getting sacked six times a game. What is he supposed to do with that? They've gone three and out consecutively against great teams. What are they supposed to do? You rebuild the offensive line. You retool the defense. If you look at all the moves they did in letting Everson Griffin go and, and trading in Gawkway and trading – numerous guys uh they're playing with young guys on defense this i i you know with the offensive talent that they had this year i believe that they thought they had enough to maybe stay around stay relevant in the division but it's it's clear that's not the case so you go back you retool the offensive line and you make another push and you grab defensive players that you can but their cap situation it's among the league's worst there's not much they can do there you have to continue to build your strong suit every time you have a bad season 
you don't go ahead and blow it up. Take a look at the NFC playoff teams over the past couple of years. Nobody's consistently going, unlike the Saints, the Seahawks. So this year, there's going to be some new faces that weren't in there last year. The 49ers will be gone. The Rams likely will be in. The Cardinals have a way to make it. The Bears will be back in the playoffs. Teams are going to take a step back unless you have that. They don't have a great nucleus right now. So they have to kind of figure out what their nucleus is. So I thought teams, you know, it all starts with the quarterback, right? And you mentioned being sacked. He's eighth in getting sacked. You want me to name the quarterbacks that are above him? He's been sacked 14 times. Above him, Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson sacked 15 times, winning record. Gardner Minshew, 17 times, one and five. Daniel Jones with the Giants, trash organization, one and whatever. They might win a night. Deshaun Watson set up, set up for failure by his coach that got fired. Um, he got mm-hmm. sacked 19 times. Joe Burrow having the best, one of the best rookie seasons statistically, even though they can't win, 24 times. And your boy, number one, Carson Wentz, 25 sacks. And he could put up a fight and win, a, win, a, win more than one game. Also, with less weapons. You just name, you just, all those teams are bad besides two. You just gave me my case for me. No, Thank I you. didn't because they're you did. still finding a way with less weapons to win more than one game. How? And compete in How? games. They got blew out by the Falcons. They get blown out just, every week. So they didn't go down to the last step with the Seahawks. They didn't? Bruh. That was, that was more so Zimmer's fault. And they almost beat the Titans week three. They didn't, they didn't almost beat the Titans, did they not? They didn't. They weren't in the shootout with the Packers, were they not? Oh, so you proving what I'm saying? It sounds like an excuse. That's what it sounds like. Almost. It sounds like an it's not an excuse. Almost. You're, not asking me, you're asking me what should they do? Retool the offensive line. You, you but Get you're trying to make it. It's about play. Kirk Cousins. Isn't he? He ain't it. But in one Kirk game, Cousins is definitely not it. That's your opinion. I don't agree. Facts, John. What you, you think? You like what Minnesota doing, or you want to leave it at that? Minnesota had 15 draft picks last year. This entire team is young. Regardless of how many of those guys actually made the team, they had 15 draft picks. I don't <laughs> think they had intentions of going far this season. And if they did, those intentions are now quickly gone. So whatever they need to do right now is going to be in best interest for them next season, not for the rest of the season. Trading these star players and sending them off and getting those younger talent and potentials, I think is a great move. Because Kirk Cousins is not that bad of a quarterback, and they signed him, so it's might as well you might as well keep your money going with him and make sure that you put yourself in a position to make him great next year. I still think Kirk Cousins is a nice quarterback. I don't think he's that bad. I don't think he's terrible. I just think that this season hasn't gone the way it should have for him. And we can't deny COVID having a, a major influence in most of these players. Uh, their their play style right now. So I mean, it's it's kind of a season of with an asterisk on it. It's a Oh, yeah, That's part of it too. Can it, can it be? He did say that. Can it be said that um he did say he wasn't scared of COVID? So we that can't mean pack the people it. around him. That's true. Nah, he, that, said, he said survival the fittest for COVID. That's what he said. Then he apologized. And that that dumbass comment is probably why their team is so bad right now. But <laughs> it is. Can it can it be inferred that they started blowing it up when they traded Stephon Diggs, and that was with the beginning of this? Exactly. Like they didn't resign him. No, no they traded him. They got a haul for Stephon Diggs and the yeah, pick they that they used pick. to replace him was for Justin Jefferson. You can't, I, I don't, I disagree. Yeah, I don't think that that was them. It is blowing it up because you're starting over. You're bringing in a younger person, right? Is that not starting over? I mean, nah, you're taking, you're getting, you're taking a veteran receiver known to be like, known to be top five, top 10 or however you want to put him top 10 for sure. And you, um, I don't know about that. Before this year, he was not top 10. <laughs> No okay, sense. I mean, 
I don't even like Stephon Diggs, but I'm just being real. I could I could argue for him to be in my top 10. But nonetheless, you take him away, you trade him, you bring in a rookie, and whatever yeah. else you bring in. Is that Man, not I'll say that. I can't I don't say think it is. I can't say it is. But he was. You have a veteran receiver there. My bad, John. Because you used to have and a better receiver and, there. They kept the right, older receiver, too. That's another thing. The better receiver. The better receiver. I mean, having Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen on the field at the same time is indubitably going to give defenses a hard time planning. And I think that I think that only having Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, it gives you an opportunity to lock in a little bit more on Adam Thielen, and you don't have to force Justin Jefferson to work. But Jalen Mills interception. I think that's the issue. I think that's the issue. Like having that star receiver gone where now you only have one star receiver on the field, like that's going to make your offense a little slower. So I think that's but the case for this season. I feel like something that's being disregarded when we're talking this Diggs trade is how much of a problem that came in, came up for him getting the ball, for him feeling like he wasn't involved. We never hear that with feelings unless they are losing. There were times when they were winning, even in the Saints playoff game. They were in this game from start to finish, and Diggs was crying for the ball. Diggs was upset he wasn't getting the ball. I think that game, that game in itself with how he performed in the 49ers game with uh, in the divisional round was why they decided to ship him off. There had been, Stephon Diggs is talent. That's not the argument. But yeah. it's it's coming abundantly clear when these diva receivers start to act up, those general managers want to get them out of there. We're continuing to see it. J- Jalen, final argument. It seemed like you, you had something to say. Are you good? I'm good. All right, bet. Uh, some notable news. Uh, Zach Ertz was reportedly on the block before he injured. Uh, he got injured. Were you surprised by this news? I consider Zach Ertz to be a top six, top seven tight end. Were you guys surprised about this news? Not really. No. He's been playing boo-boo this year. Trash. Losing me fantasy games. But, <laughs> nah, more so, it's, it has more to do with, like, you know, the Eagles not having weapons and everyone keying in on Ertz. Not you know what I'm saying? He can't. Maybe he wants to get a contract, and they're not trying to pay him. He's that older. is true. He's older. So I can but um, he can he but, can still go somewhere and um, yeah, help you win though. I think if they still had Brady, if they Patriots still had Brady, they try to probably get him. They would probably try to get him. I can see him coming to Tampa to replace OJ for it. For nah, actually no, nah, I can't. I played good last game. Y'all not getting no tight end. Um, I don't know. He'll find us. I mean. I could see why they traded him. I just now that he's hurt on the block, might be stuck with him. Yeah. yeah. Um, we good? Yeah. Didn't All, right, much All right. Uh, we have three more NFL, well, four more NFL news. Let's try to get these out the way quick. The Falcons reportedly said they could tear down their roster, and that means buy Matt Ryan back, uh, buy Julio Jones, and I hope this means buy Grady Jarrett because he's a dog and Debo. I need him out of there too. I need them to ship everybody, every good Atlanta player out of there. Sick of them. So, what do you guys think about them potentially blowing up their roster? Should they do it? And if so, why? I think they. Yes. I think they should stay down with them. I think with um. No, I'm, I'm lying. They should definitely. I think. They should, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I don't know yet. I, I still gotta. I need to process a little bit more. But what do you guys think? I think they got enough pieces to keep, and they got enough pieces to sell to build a better team. Name some of the pieces. So I'm Matt selling. Ryan. Who should go? Seven points. I don't blame Matt Ryan for their. I think Matt Ryan's been the best thing of part of Atlanta this last. Whenever since he's been here, he's been the best thing they had going on offense. To be honest, I mean Julio's the best player, but I'm saying like Matt Ryan hasn't. Matt Ryan's the best quarterback in franchise history. I don't I believe. Just want, in, no, he's not. 
Yes, he is. Oh my God. Yes, he is. He is. He, no, he is. No, he is. No, he's not. It's, no, it's, no, no, bro, it's not. it's not, it's not an opinion. It's a fact. <laughs> like, it's statistics. Like, we're not, we're not saying trying to argue with you. We're trying to give you knowledge. So like Michael Vick more. But if you, yeah, if like, you look up statistics, their best quarterbacks of all time are Matt Ryan and that dude that wait. took him to the, to the uh, Super Bowl. In, in my defense, in my defense, y'all have always said stats don't tell the whole story. That's all I'm saying. But in this case, it does. I'm, I'm going back to the stats guru. I love the stats. It's just sometimes they don't tell the whole story. Mm-hmm. Bro, he's not even like 33. He he has so many years left. Like he's gonna he's gonna be like probably number three overall all time. Like when it's all said and done. In, in yards. It's gonna be like Breeze. What is it right now? Brady. And yeah. then it's gonna be Matt Ryan. And it's gonna be Matt Ryan. I'm telling you. And then Mahomes probably pass all of them up. <laughs> yes, because Patrick Mahomes is gonna be the goat. Back to you, Derek. But anyways, uh, usually players' names, please. Okay, so players that should stay. Deion Jones is not leaving unless he asks to leave. But I would not let him go. I'm sorry, he's not leaving. The Grady Jarrett is one of those people you don't let leave because he's not that old yet either. I mean, unless he just. I mean, most people that's on their, their contracts, let them finish them out. If they leave, then you let them leave or you trade them. I think but, they both still on their rookie deals. I won't say. Not great. Yeah, Grady is still on his rookie deal. Mm, come on. And then uh, you got. AJ, I mean, you got got they just got AJ. He oh, stays. Oh, my bad. Okay. Great guy extended. Okay. Yeah, you got AJ. You got, obviously, he stays. You have, um, so you have them safeties. All of them. Bye bye. Neil and uh, Ricardo. Out of all there. of them. All of them gone. All the safeties gone. Um, yeah, last year, sorry to interrupt. Last yeah. year, Grady signed a four year, 68 million contract. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that. Okay, baby. All the safeties gone. Really stays. Russell Gage did okay in the first two games, and it's like he disappeared. But so it he sounds stayed. like you're saying Julio and Matt Ryan should be out of there. That's what's coming. To it's us. not yes. so much that they're the problem; it's just that they're taking up a lot of cap space, and they're they're your best pieces to sell. Okay. If I'm if I'm a team without a quarterback, and you trying to ship Matt Ryan off, and I mean, okay, I'll take him. I mean, it ain't gonna hurt me. It just might hurt my pockets a little bit. But we're we not winning anyway. I'll take him. And then Julio. I, I ain't gonna lie. You trade Julio getting Julio getting traded is gonna be like DeAndre Hopkins getting traded. Except when you trade him, you just don't trade him for a third round pick. But, but Julio is way older than DeAndre. Not way, but he's older than DeAndre Hopkins. But he's arguably one of the greatest receivers. Yeah, that's yeah. DeAndre Hopkins thirty. Julio like thirty one. Hopkins is DeAndre 30. Hopkins twenty eight. Hopkins I'll say Hop cannot be thirty, and I don't think Julio is thirty either. No, uh, I think Julio like thirty one. I want to say. Oh, uh, Julio is thirty. Yeah, Julio Jones. Yeah, Julio's thirty, but Hop is twenty eight. Yeah, he's thirty one. Hop's 28, but the difference is Hop was 28 and do a contract extension. Oh, when I look at the, when I look at the, when I look at the, in my opinion, I'm not trading either. And this is typical. This is actually the I same thing I want to say. I wasn't done yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> but my my last thing on Julio is is the injury, his injury proneness. Like, it's always something that lingers with him. So it's like, it's all receivers. It's like hard to try to sell that point. And I don't think he really – I mean, I think he want to be here, but at the same time, I think he's just, like, over this whole – it's, like, an, almost an embarrassment at this point. It's been, like, three years. Since the Super Bowl, it's been all embarrassment. So, like, their highlight is beating us in the regular season. So. Gotcha. <laughs> that, you know. Yeah. I give it no to one DeMond. cares about being y'all in the regular season. I give it to DeMond, and I'll go for – I'm going to pose a question. The before. Falcons do care about being in the regular season. They eat that up. On you, Demar. When I look at the Falcons, I'm not trading Matt Ryan or Julio. 
I agree with Derek. There are some pieces that you can trade. But again, I'm not starting with my franchise quarterback. As John said, this this the league is changing when you talk about longevity of quarterbacks. And we've seen it with Brady. We've seen it with Joe Montana. Quarterbacks evidently do leave. But I don't think it's Matt Ryan's time to leave Atlanta yet. We just saw what they're capable of doing when he has the keys. You have a healthy Todd Gurley who people said was burnt out and he is gone for 100 yards, I think, two out of the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. You also have Julio, who I'm watching a highlight of this guy stiff-arming somebody from the 10-yard line all the way to the end zone. He's not human. You don't trade Julio. You have Calvin Ridley, who I think is entering the prime of his career. He looks fantastic. Russell Gage, who is coming to this third year and really emerges that third wide receiver. But for them, I think the next thing they need to do as the offensive end is get a speed demon. We know how good Matt Ryan was with Taylor Gabriel. MVP season when he has a consistent deep threat. You look at guys on the block. I've heard Will Fuller's on the block. If I'm the Texans, I'm not trading him. But I've also seen reports about John Ross. I don't know how you feel about pairing A.J. Green with Julio, but there has to be something that, you know, brings another weapon to this offense that you fear. There's not many much right now. Then when I look at the defense, all my draft picks next year are offensive line defense, no matter what. And if you can look at the free agents and try to make a big free agency splash, I can't tell you the last time I saw the Falcons bring in somebody defensively who did something on paper for me. I can't. So they need to bring in somebody now with a new head coach. All right. Oh, it's Asante drafted. Asante, they brought in Asante, but okay. this is towards the end of, yeah, you know. I got you. I got you. But you have a new new uh, coach for the first uh, – new GM for the first time, I believe, since 2012, um, and a new head coach. There's plenty that they can do. And I'm not saying – there definitely has to be some moves that are made. But when I look at this team, it starts with Matt Ryan. And it starts with his connection to Julio. You don't this, trade those two. This is uh, their first time with a new GM since 2008. 2008, sorry, four years prior. So. This is a new direction, but I'm not trading my franchise quarterback. Before we move on, I would like to entertain the idea for our Dallas Cowboys fans out there. What if what if the uh, Dallas Cowboys trade for Matt Ryan, John or Jalen? What do you guys think about that to replace Dak Prescott just for maybe a year or two? Or if he's good, keep him long term? What do you guys think? Yeah, Jalen, you're on mute. But I, I don't think that that trade is likely to happen. Um, I, I think those odds are just very, very, very small. Like, I don't see Atlanta agreeing to trade Matt Ryan, especially to the Cowboys. Like, I I, I don't want to entertain a bruiser. Oh, why would you trade Dak like, no, not for trade, Matt Ryan? No, you don't trade Dak not straight up. Same way, for maybe a first round or second round pick, the Dallas give that up to go acquire Matt Ryan. Because the quarterback play, no quarterback play is not great with Andy Dalton. They, they're, a turnover, they're a mess. Maybe bring us some stability that is Matt Ryan if he's on the block to make make things go smoother. And that, they can they go make the playoffs or contend, get the fourth spot in the NFC anyway because the NFC is just so trash. So, like, that's why I asked the question. But I know y'all in love with Dak, but it's very possible they, that they would do that. No. Yeah. A more viable option, a more viable, uh, less I'm Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I believe. Jameis Winston. It's cheaper, but I don't. Um, I wouldn't do that. 
It's just I not. I'll bring in Fitzpatrick. Over. I, I, do I, it. I, I might bring in Jameis, honestly. Like, We're not trading Jameis. It'll have, to be, it'll have to be somebody <laughs> familiar with him. Yeah, they're not going to bring in somebody that's new. The only person that's familiar with Mike McCarthy's system would be Aaron Rodgers. We know he's not going nowhere. So, no. based on a veteran quarterback, Fitzpatrick would be the next viable option that's available. I mean, you're not, they're not going to go after Alex Smith. But Andy Dalton's not going to be it, I think. That first game, he did look good. Last game, I don't really blame him, but some of those throws were kind of like, who did they? Play? Who are you throwing? Who are you throwing to? And then, hmm? I would ask, who did they play when he came in for? That was the Giants. Giants, right? And that's, <laughs> you know, you come in on the Giants and look good. It's okay, but I, if they really sell him at Ryan, and there's one GM or one GM slash owner around willing to pay for him or do something for him, because they don't really need no weapons on offense. They have all the weapons on offense. They need what they're they need what they're missing. Now they know what they're missing. So do you wait for Dak to come back or do you shoot at what's the best available and is an MVP winning quarterback, Matt Ryan? If they if they if they deal for Matt Ryan, Dak is for sure out of there. Like, right. No, that's what that will mean. That is what that means. And yeah. I just think it's I, I just don't want to see that happen, but the way these, you know, it's 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 business. Yeah. That's what they say. That's what they gonna I say. wouldn't want to see it happen because I, I I get why you would do it, but at the same time, it's just like, bro, Dak is gonna be that guy. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say about that. Gotcha. Um, you got to fight back from that injury, that rehab process. All that, it's gonna be a lot, so I wouldn't. Be ain't nothing, but, ain't and then again, Matt, Matt go there and, and then he throwing y'all four hundred yards, and they still might lose because the defense is really the the problem. The problem, like the the secondary. Gotcha. The Saints will have fans. They announced that they will have fans for this upcoming Sunday game against the Carolina Panthers. I believe fifteen hundred fans. And as the season go on, it will increase to 3,000 and 6,000, and I think 9,000. That would be the wear most. Wear a mask. Facts, wear a mask. Um, two more NFL topics before we move on. Before we preview week seven of the NFL. Um, Antonio Brown, he's getting uh, interest. They're saying Seattle, Seattle saw the team that's leading the chase, but more teams are interested in Antonio Brown. Should your, should your respected team go after Antonio Brown? And if so, tell me why. So we got we got uh, Seattle, we got Chicago, we got the Saints, we got the Buccaneers. Let's do it. We're gonna start with Chicago. John, you go first. The Bears need some type of excitement on offense. Any type of excitement on offense. Jesus Christ, this has been the most boring offensive year I've ever seen the Chicago Bears play. Like we lost Tariq Cohen, we lost all the explosive players. Like everybody, like Trubisky, not even start. Trubisky, I thought was gonna be the explosiveness. So yes, go get Antonio Brown. Like. You need some type of energy on offense. I don't. You need that person that's cursing people out on the sideline, that's throwing temper tantrums when they don't get the ball. We don't have that on offense. You see when Odell do it, what happens? We need AB. We need someone who has the swagger, the personality to take this team to the next level. You don't get Antonio Brown, you continue to have a stagnant offense. You continue to struggle and force your defense, which is – it's disrespectful, even though they can handle it. Very disrespectful. You keep forcing them to win games. Every win out of five we had has been solely because of the defense. Solely because of the defense. And I think that you not giving this offense help nor the defense help is a big, big, big issue. 
Go get Antonio Brown. Stop being stupid, Ryan Pace, and make sure you're doing what you need to do to make Chicago a really fun football team. Got you. We go to DeMond next with the, his team leading the chase for Antonio Brown. DeMond, give us the news. We're just trying to get better, man. We just want to get better. Where else would you rather be? Russell Wilson in Seattle. Y'all don't need offense. Y'all need defense. Y'all don't need offense. Y'all good. It's not, it's not about what That's we selfish. Need. Don't get A.B. Y'all already it's have not D.J. Y'all need A.B. It's not about what we need. The rich get richer. We continue to thrive. We bring A.B. in. There's nobody on the offense that you can double team. There's no, there's no scheme that you can come up with to guard all of those weapons. Because Russ... There's no, there's no offense, there's no defensive scheme to shut down Russell Wilson as it is. You can't play cover two, you can't play cover three, you definitely can't play cover zero. I've seen Russell Wilson throw five touchdowns numerous times against cover zero. So whatever you want to do, you bring AB in. There's no, there's no threat, and he's gonna need the firepower. I tell you, with the Chiefs getting Le'Veon and the Ravens being the way they are and be able to control the pace, he's gonna need something to get, to get, to have that extra what if piece if it comes down to us going to the Super Bowl. So I think A.B. is a great suit for the Seattle Seahawks. J.B., we know that your Tampa Bay Buccaneers have injury issues that have been plagued down with Chris Godwin, uh, lingering issues, and O.J. Howard, Achilles injuries. Maybe bring Antonio Brown to fit the, uh, fit the slide with Scotty Miller not producing. Him, him and Tommy are already friends. What do you think? I don't like it. We personally don't need him. I, I think personally we don't need him. It would be a good move somewhat, I guess, but I don't think we need him, bro. We got Tyler Johnson, the kid out of Minnesota, who's played excellent as of late. We have like Godwin getting back up to speed, getting back up to speed. We got Evans. We got Grunt. We got Rojo. Like, we have enough weapons offensively. And just adding A.B. to the mix, bro, it just wouldn't be – I don't really see the purpose. And then on top of that, he's he is a locker room cancer, so you run a ri- the risk of that. And it's just like the risk is just too much versus the reward. So I'm out on AB. But I would like to see AB I would like to see AB in New Orleans, though. Wait, Jalen, before and, I let Derek go with his New Orleans, the reward is AB's talent. That has never been questioned. So let's right. not say that 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 is great. He step on that field, we know what he about. <laughs> that ain't no, ain't no question. Ain't never been no question. Is he gonna get to the field? That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> he will get signed and get to the field. And you're saying that that's great. If he, I think that this is the most quiet I've seen AB been since he's been out the league. I ain't heard from AB. I forgot about AB honestly. So right. you bring him into your team, he gonna be a. Hey, He's going to catch some balls. He's going to make some plays. That's who he is. And cut. Me. Like A.B. said, he would like to see uh, A.B. with the Saints. Michael Thomas is dealing with a hamstring injury now. We The Saints offense has been stagnant without Michael Thomas. Maybe bringing A.B. and he could be the superstar receiver that the Saints offense has been missing until Mike gets back. Do you agree with bringing A.B. in? If Mike was playing, I would still want A.B. to come in and play in the slot. A.B. would be their best receiver then. Mm-hmm. I, I want him to come play. Or they could put him on the outside and put Mike in the slot. Either way, I I like to see uh, A.B. come to New Orleans. They brought him in last year. I don't know how it went. And then he kind of was like being an a-hole. I don't know what he's going through. But, yeah, because uh, your boy can only play in the slot. Um, Peyton, 
Sean Payton said, don't say nothing. And what AB did, say something. If Sean gonna hurt a total personal bias against him, then, and that's gonna be, <laughs> you don't him, I'm gonna be upset with Sean. Personally, I think this is Drew Brees last season. You do all, you do everything you can to give him weapons. I love our young guys. I like my kids, Callaway. I like uh, Deontay Harris, but yeah, they could play next year. Bring in AB on that one year deal with Emmanuel, his former teammate from the Steelers. You bring in Kamara. You got Kamara. You got, Kamara. You got Michael Thomas. Out like I don't want nobody else. You bring it you, like on offense. That's all we need. You bring in another about another pass catcher. Bring him in, and may, and then like on deep. You know, then we can talk about defense. But you know, that's a different topic. But if it in the corner or AB, I don't want it. I don't care about none of that. I don't want no Ryan Kerrigan. I don't want JJ Watt. I don't want all the other names popping up in the Twitter sphere. Just AB or this a corner. Man, I always talking about he need a corner, bro. <laughs> Maybe y'all just suck defensively. Maybe the secondary. Just need to give up. We haven't drafted a corner since Marshawn. Send Jamal Dean, JB. No, he's <laughs> he's not for sale. You know what I'm saying? I. I just need y'all to put more respect on my boys defensively, man. Like, I mean, I could pull into up a season, clip. I could pull up a clip of my guys giving your guys 150 each, but you could keep talking. 150. You talking about some? You talking about some shit that happened last DK, year? DK, DK, and Tyler. Yeah, I could pull it up. Though. Wait, you you talking about some shit that happened last year? Oh, okay. <laughs> y'all boys, funny though. All them boys in the secondary changed their numbers so they won't pop up on film from last year because y'all look terrible. But it's it's cool. <laughs> yeah. We had we we had young guys developing. They develop now. Come talk. To I'm now. just I'm just messing. I'm just messing <laughs> with you, man. Y'all y'all can't come pop down in Raven James anyway. You will definitely become the Seattle with that 12 and 4 record. Okay, we're gonna see. Before, we'll see what's uh, up. Before we move off of the NFL, but damn, we got pre week seven still. Should Trevor Lawrence stay another year in college if the New York Jets have number one pick? I like to see Yes, that. next. You uh, good. I, I <laughs> yes. It's a no for me. I think um I think yeah, that's a no for me as well. Uh, you should. Lame. I don't think. I don't think he should do that. Like someone to a Zion Williams. Joe should do it. That's lame. Oh, go ahead, bro. I'm sorry. Just thank, you, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate don't it. Like I don't. <laughs> it's like similar to what Zion Williamson did when he was coming out when the Pelicans had a first round pick. People were saying, "Oh, he should stay in New Orleans. Not the big enough market. They're not going to win with New Orleans." I just feel like even when Eli Manning did that when he didn't want to play with the Giants. I mean, with the Chargers, I thought that was the lamest like stuff like in the world. If they if, if they draft you, bro. I don't think you should, you should be able to cheat the process. I think you should be able to go play for that team. You stay your four or five years. If you don't want to stay there, then leave up and leave then. Like, don't just, since they draft, you don't want to play because the Jets are a bad organization. And plus, the Jets organization started to turn around with their new GM, got McDougal from the uh, Seahawks. And they got the Seahawks first round pick. They're like, they're trying to build something in the Jets. Until they, it will be like, you will finally see the, the remnants of it when they get Adam Gates out of here. He should have been fired. So, I think there's that. I think Trevor. I think Trevor should, if he's drafted number one, the Jets are number one pick. He should definitely come out and not stay another year in college. I, oh, I about to say also, um, the, the doing the, the stand back thing is very lame. What Eli did was different, but also lame. But if you give, who's to say that they're gonna take Trevor? It's not no. It's not written on the wall that he's going number one to them. It's not. It's they not. Um, it's not. You it's say not, that, and then who's to say that they're going to end with the worst record? Like right now, it looks like they're going to end up with the worst record. Yeah, I'm probably. Saying, what if they do? But I, I can see them going O line first. But if they if they do end up 0 16 and they end up with the number one pick, 
why them bringing in Trevor not gonna really change much because they they still don't have the pieces around him. Yeah. So it's more to it. It's not even just that. It's like it's more to it. But you see, people told Joe Burrow to stay as well. He went to the Bengals with no problems. Trevor is on that type of time. I don't think Trevor's gonna fight it. Plus, you could be the one to save the Jets. It ain't like you going into a, a division that's so unwinnable. It's not that division is the most and, wide open it's ever been now. And, and I like to, coming in into that and, time. And I like to add that it may be COVID next season. COVID might still be around next season. So if he stays in college football, it's gonna be another like COVID esque type of season they have to deal with rather than just freedom. Mer, I don't know how Rich's parents are or whatever he got going on financially. He, he might be getting paid allegedly. But go get the big bag, buddy. Uh, I like to go, my, to but go to Jalen first, then Demond since Demond smirking at me. Well, my thing is, it's like okay, we saying Trevor Lawrence going to the Jets, but I mean, I don't think Sam Darnold is terrible. He just doesn't have a line. He doesn't have any weapons. <laughs> Why not build around Sam Darnold? Sam Darnold is your guy. Like he's not terrible. They just need to really put the proper pieces around him in order they, for him to succeed. They let his number one receiver go in free agency, Robbie Anderson. Jamar Chase, number one pick. Yeah, I'm getting Jamar Chase. Get Jamar Chase. And they then need the O-line. God, they need the O-line. Let me see well. I think they need to go O-line, then get a receiver in, like, in the second round. Well, they got Seattle. They got picks. two first-round picks, but that pick going to be late. Probably. That pick will probably be late, late 20. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting Jamar Chase, and then I'll get the best available O-line late in the first round. The, the best O-line on fall that league. Yeah, oh, he fumbled. Usually the best, best O-line the first 15 rounds. Best O-line going that first 15, yeah. yeah. Jamar, why are you smirking at us and laugh when we said talk about Trevor, bro? I appreciate that. It hurt my feelings. I mean, I think he's the Heisman candidate right now. I think he runs away with it. The way he's coming in, the way he's playing, the way the excuse me, Kyle Trask, him, and the <laughs> way people are talking about him, they already know what's up. He's been he since his freshman year, and he dogged Alabama in the uh, college playoffs. People have said he's the greatest prospect since Andrew Luck. I get all that. If Andrew, if Trevor Lawrence is on the board, I don't see how you pass on him. Whether you're the Jets, whether you're the Giants, whether you're the Washington football team. Washington football team. I think Trevor goes number one, regardless of who's there. So the Jets, he may not, you may, he, you will get, it, it's a situation similar to Kyler, I feel like. They said you spent the pick on Josh Rose and he was a high draft pick. What about this, that, and the third? We see what the Cardinals are doing with their new quarterback situation. You get Trevor in there, then you really start the changing of the system. You start the changing of the nucleus. Trevor's your guy. So I think Trevor goes number one regardless. Got to fire Adam Gaze to change that nucleus. <laughs> and I think, and I think he's Trevor is definitely watching that situation very closely. He's seeing who's the number one pick, and that would determine him staying back, obviously, because in so his you, mind, he's the number one pick. So you think he'll stay back if the Jets are number one pick? I think he'll stay back if Adam Gaze is there, because I can't say that I know they're going to fire Adam Gaze because he should have been gone already. He should have been gone after the Miami game. He shouldn't have been able to catch Travis Fogle. He should have been, been gone already. He should have been gone last season. <laughs> he should have been hired. Right. So, <laughs> so, and, and just i just like to remind people, after this, so this, one of the best defensive performances I've ever seen by the Bucs, they fired Todd Wolves for Adam Gates. Just want to announce that. So. 
the Jets organization may be cursed. John, what do you think Trevor Lawrence should do? Do you the, think the new GM didn't the new GM didn't fire uh Tom? No, 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 yeah, no, no, he didn't. New GM. Also, yeah. What are they waiting on Adam Gates though? I'm just curious. What they said about Marvin Lawrence, he has pictures of the owner and he won't <laughs> do nothing. Are they just letting him like finish the season and like, oh, we'll fire at the end? Because we don't really care. I have my, my source have been telling me not. <laughs> hey John, what do you think about the Trevor Lawrence situation, bro? Do you think they should? Do you think that she should stay at college if the Jets have number one pick, or do you think you should come out, be real, and just like fight through adversity like most athletes have done in their career? Uh, yeah, Trevor, I think he gonna have that same mentality. He's all these um top quarterbacks always have when they come out of college. You know, I'm gonna go to this NFL team, change it around because I ain't never lost like in my life like that. But it, they gotta realize the NFL is just difficult, regardless of what year you come out. You are gonna face struggles. Whether, it's your, whether you decide to stay because the team got the first pick and you don't want to go there or you decide to go, like, come on now, it's conditional. Either you a baller or you ain't. I think that he should come out. I think that you should go pro. I mean, you're, you're going to win a Heisman. You're going to win the BCS this year. Like, you're going to accomplish what a lot of quarterbacks in their lifetime will never, ever get a chance to even do. So just don't hurt yourself. Go get the money, come back, injury. Like, it ain't guaranteed you can get hurt next year. And if you already balling like the number one pick this year, then just just come out, get drafted. I mean, him going to the Jets ain't guaranteed. We don't know that for sure. So, you know, what I say I, I just think you're you're too hot right now to go back another year because this has happened before to a lot of players where they get hurt after staying and they never get the money. So, don't be in that situation, Trevor. Go to the NFL. I feel 100% what you said, John, but I I don't think they're locked in to win the national championship. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> you, you don't think they're they're going to win the BCS? I think it'll Hell be. Hell no. I think it's <laughs> – I think when Ohio State played this weekend, I'll let me know if they're going to come out, well, well, how they played this season. But so Ohio, Ohio State could mess with Clemson. We've seen this three, three so times. Bro, Y'all just gagged them last year. What happened last year? It's communication. Clemson beat them. Off a miscommunication. Oh, I was talking about when we beat them. It don't matter. Who won the game? All right. Won. Like I said. <laughs> Who won the game? <laughs> Clemson not a lot. I think it's between three teams. Bama, uh, Bama, Ohio State, and Clemson. The schedules though. are shortened and you only play ACC count. That's what you got to think about. They ain't playing no. I don't like how you left my boys out, though. Because we, we definitely got a chance. Somebody lost the game. I lost the games or somebody. Nobody's mentioning teams that lost games. Yeah, you're right. So we definitely not mentioned LSU. I didn't mention us. I mentioned last year. <laughs> you're such a hater, bro. <laughs> they hate you. I do, oh. think, I do think the fourth spot will come to a Big Ten team or another SEC team. Another Big Ten That's team. That's what I'm saying. A Big Ten team, another Big Ten team, one Pac-12 team, another SEC team. But Pac-12 they not go. playing. Pac-12 no, not playing. Pac-12 right, is back. They back? Doing six or eight games, they said. They're not. But, nobody's out of there making it. Nobody's out of there making it. They gonna they gonna definitely push Penn State. They definitely gonna push Penn State. <laughs> I see it now. I feel you. Hold on, let me, let me. And if Michigan if Michigan win, boy, they can't wait to get Harbaugh in there, boy. <laughs> All right, we here is week seven of the NFL. Currently, I like Travis Fogum at the bottom one on one. Giants Eagles are currently on right now, so I'll go first. Tell you the guys I'm looking forward to this weekend. Uh, oh. The Bears-Rams game is a game I'm looking forward to this weekend. Uh, just a battle of great defenses going at it. Well, not great, but great defensive talent. The Bears defense has been good. I think the Rams is too. Uh, but I think I think it's a pivotal game for the Rams and the Bears. The fight. Who do you think? Win, who do you think wins, Bruiser? I need to know. 
Let me take my picks. I do have the um, I have the Rams winning. Oh, it's, I got the Rams winning. I do have the Rams winning. It'll be a close uh, game. Yeah, that's respectful. The Bears <laughs> defense is just really, really good. The Bears defense is just really good. That's all I'm saying. John, really I, I, I would appreciate. I would appreciate it if y'all came through though. I would appreciate it. <laughs> another just missed a twenty-nine yarder. Ooh. Another game I'm looking forward to is, of course, the Steelers versus Titans, a battle of five and zero teams. Game of the week. Winner would take sole yes, possession. Winner would take sole possession the AFC. And last but not least, I ain't gonna have too many. This Chiefs Broncos game, I'm looking forward to. The Broncos usually play the Chiefs well, especially in Denver. Even without Von Miller, I do think this game will be competitive, and I think it may come down to a not a last possession, but a definitely a fourth quarter drive that could, that can go well or that can go wrong. Uh, a Drew Lock drive. A Drew Lock drive. <laughs> Dare them on here that look at his face. He don't want to hear that. <laughs> I'll go down the list. Uh, DeMond, what are the games you're looking forward to this week? Definitely looking forward to, as you said, Steelers-Titans game of the week. Uh, I think that's a playoff matchup preview. These two teams, you got strength versus strength. They defense versus Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry. Strength versus strength. Uh, another game I'm really looking forward to, Packers-Texans, seeing how Aaron Rodgers bounces back. I don't know if y'all remember, last time Aaron Rodgers had a very bad performance, he went to Houston and put six TDs on the boys. I vividly remember that on the Sunday Night Football game. So excited to see how Rodgers looks. Jimmy G's first game back in New England. I'm excited to watch that one. I think Belichick is out to embarrass that guy after he got rid of him. And number one for me, Seahawks Cardinals. They moved it, flexing the Sunday Night Football. I've been telling people about Buda Baker. People didn't like his contract extension, and he showed why he's one of the best safeties in the game. You got him. We know the uh, reputation uh, reputation that precedes Patrick Peterson. They they secondary is flying around. Drake Kirk back to push off. That was yeah. B.I. But <laughs> I saw. I was like, "Ooh!" They, I said, "Drake Kirk Patrick balling too." They got an Alabama and LSU receiver out there. Then I look back. I was like, "Oh, he pushed off." <laughs> yeah, but you got Buddha was hooping. Buddha was hooping them. Comes down to Russell Wilson versus Kyler, and uh, that matchup is going to be fun to watch. I love that matchup right there, boy. I love it right there. John, what week seven matches are you looking forward to this week? I'll definitely keep it short as well. I'm happy that um this this week doesn't really seem that competitive. I mean, these athletes are going to compete, but it don't seem like, oh, it's that important. So I'm going Bears Rams number one because it's my team. It's also Monday night. Um, and I'm excited to see. We played them last time with a very close game. It was a Sunday night game, and we won by three. So hopefully we're mm-hmm. able to play no, defense. Didn't say they embarrassed you on Sunday night last year. They did. Nah, nah, they I thought Jalen Ramsey. I thought the Jalen Ramsey. No, that was two years ago. Jalen Ramsey embarrassed you on Sunday night last year. He told he picks. vividly. He vividly was. I got you. He vividly was mic'd up and told Taylor Gabriel, "Get off the field. I'm not playing with other people's kids." I got the <laughs> video for you, John. The Rams did win. <laughs> the Rams did win seventeen ten last year. They won an okay. ass. That's that's not bad. I'm, 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 just, you, that, you, I'm just pulling you up the carpet for you, bro. Like thirteen. You want you done, John? You want me to go? I said one game, Derek. Dang. Oh. Oh. <laughs> well, you, you said I'm not gonna be long and then dwell on a game. He just interrupted be... me. Literally. <laughs> anyway, bro. God, since niggas ready to go. Um, I got a Seahawks Cardinals, clearly. Uh, those two quarterbacks play style is very similar. Um Steelers Titans, my prediction is the Steelers gonna win. I think their offense is better. 
The Titans, Ryan Tannehill is fine, but I just think the Steelers' offense is too much, and their defense isn't bad as well. Bengals-Browns, because Joe Burrow was on some – I don't know what he did last year. I mean, last week, but that is inexcusable, and they should not have lost that game. Um, that was embarrassing. So I How think they come him? back. The kicker missed. Bro, because he didn't have no passing touchdowns, bro. The kicker missed. I don't care, bro. You got to put up touchdowns. AJ like, Green is playing <laughs> like shit water, but nobody wants to talk about it. Joe no, Burrow isn't putting up touchdowns like that. If y'all really want to talk about it, like, he's not putting up touchdowns. He just has T, a lot of yards. T. Higgins can he's still not, score. Not put T. up TD. Bro, T. Higgins is. So, I'm not. I think they win that game. Not wrong. Play one snap, bro. You know what I'm saying it's not. It's not. It's not much going on. There, I do. I do just want to address. AJ Green had eight receptions for 96 yards last week. He did good last week. Oh, that was the first. My game last game, game is the Packers Texans. Before y'all continue, Packers <laughs> Texans. I got. Uh, I think. I think Demond, like Demond said, Aaron Rodgers. He's like. He's like LeBron James in the football league. Like when he has a bad game, like he come back and be like, okay. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Retract that last statement. Do not include him in the same facet as LeBron James. Thank you. LeBron, LeBron-esque. No, he, he's, no, he's no, definitely no. like. He is a quitter. No, no. No, he's not. No, Rogers is on the Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks. Is he not? And that's a podcast. End it. We're done. You're crazy as hell. He's not on the Mount. No. Not on the Mount. No. Wait, no. like all time or like now? Like right no. now? Or like... Neither. Neither. What the hell? No. No. I'm talking about right now. He's a top five oh, quarterback right now. No. He's oh no! But I'm saying, if you doing my restaurant, are we talking about like Peyton Manning, or are we talking about like like right now, right now, like? I mean, actively. If you really, if you really, if if we strip huh? away, I mean, accomplishments like as far as rings. We're not stripping away nothing. We're not stripping away nothing. Take Aaron Rodgers, everything, and put it up against everybody else. Everything. He's not better than Brady. He's not better than Drew. He's not better than Peyton. He's yes, not he better is. than Terry Bradshaw. He's yes, not he better is. than Joe Montana. Yes, he's he not is. better than Steve Young. Yes, and he's he not is. better than Russell Wilson. <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, he is. No, he's yes, not. He's not, better, he's not better than Russ. He's not better, he than, better than Russ. At this point, Mahomes and him got the same uh, accomplishments. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He is he better than Russ. He goes. Russell. That's messed up. I'm not, I'm not understanding. It's all good. I'm going to do it off the top of my head. I'm excited for Rams. Uh, No, no, not Rams. I'm tripping. I'm excited for Cardinals, Seahawks. I'm excited to see what the Saints do because it's gonna really determine my mood for the rest of the foreseeable week. Um, I'm excited to see Steelers, Titans. I got the Titans winning that game. Um, I do too. And it's one more game on there I liked. Oh, I'm um Steelers too far. Too far. Real quick. I don't. I'll go. Wait, you talking about Joe? Big Ben only got six touchdowns. Is that actual? Is that actual accurate? What are you talking about? This year, he only had six touchdowns. Nah, that's 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 not right. He got more than that's six. That's not right. Yeah, way seven. more than six. Seven and one. Oh my bad, seven. Yeah, seven and one is a good ratio. Six so bro has ratio. six touchdowns. So, hey, can I let the record be shown games. that uh, I just have one thing to say. Carson Wentz leads the league in interceptions this year. He's, I just want to ben, say that. Big Ben also leads in sacks. Oh, Big, Big Ben has eleven, 11 touchdowns. Got you. Yes. I was gonna say, bro, come on. We get those numbers from Derek. <laughs> Big Ben is going crazy this year. <laughs> Claypool just had four touchdowns in one game, like four. Dan oh, yeah, uh, one, my bad. <laughs> How do you got six and Claypool had four in one game? Her cousin, and he had two last week. Her cousins lead the league interceptions, John. I mean, Jalen with 10. Carson Wentz is nine seconds. He just threw one. No, he just threw one. 
So oh, now he leaves tied. it with 11. No, they're tied. They're tied. My fault. My fault. He said he just threw Hold up. Tannehill got three 13 touchdowns, two picks. So that make him better than Ben Roethlisberger, according to what John talking about. I think Tannehill is better than Ben this year, yes. I think Tannehill is better than Ben this year. But you just, Jay, 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 you just said Jay, Ben's Jay, the better quarterback. I did say I wanted to I didn't say that. Though. I said he had the better offense. He didn't say that. Oh, he said, okay. yeah. But I don't think you can Jay, say that, though. I, yeah. Um, while we on the topic of that, Jalen, you say that you got the Titans this week, too. Do you believe the Steelers were shut down Derrick Henry? No. Bush. So, especially, not, especially not with Devin Bush. Fine, shut down. They have a great, yeah, yeah. That's up for Devin Bush. What does shut down mean? That will I think they definitely. I, I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna do what he did last week. But I so think he could. This game. This game. I think. Don't wear him down. down. I don't Derrick. think it's gonna be high scoring. I don't think it's gonna be high yeah, scoring. That's what I said. But shutting down Derrick Henry is no touchdown, seventy yards. Oh, that's not happening. He gonna mm-hmm. score once. No score touchdown, once. seventy yards. He gonna score once. once. He gonna score once. I'll take. Wait, I'll take that back. Yards. Wait, you said it's gonna be a shutout. No, no. Oh, okay. I said he gonna have a hundred. He probably have a hundred and one at least. Like that's. I'll take that bet. I'll take that back. I'm not going for the yards. Well, said, I know you're going to get money. I'm not betting you, Demar. <laughs> I'm not betting you, Demar. Throw you my last money. <laughs> and it's on a podcast. The last time you bet me, <laughs> I have Pittsburgh winning as well for this uh, big match. What we? I had to go Steelers on that one. Niners have made wide receiver Dante Pettis a potential trade candidate. All right, let's move on to some. I'm saying like Dante Pettis, like. Let's talk hey, about not the pet is straight, bro. When do you do it? Solid. Before we shift gears to the NBA, let's talk about some uh LSU news. LSU bans Odell Beckham Jr. for two years after he gave money to Justin Jefferson and I think other first athlete. Don't worry, Odell. You're not missing much. We won't be good for the next two years. Somebody no, for, they, for a long they time. They banned him for two years. That's it. Somebody, somebody got for a long time. Jalen, Jalen, shut up. Shut up. Look, like cursed. I said somebody like gotta pay college football players. <laughs> Somebody got to pound fast. You're not hurt. missing nothing. Plus, all this COVID going on, it ain't, ain't going to be too many lit games anyway. No. Mm-hmm. This, and if, are they counting this season already? Because they're counting this season already, then we good. I don't know. And then, Jalen, talking about for a long, long time. What What have y'all done lately? It's just so much. I said, just viewing from the bottom of the screen. Hey, that's I, where you are, mine. Hey, it's I just like that. all this, hate, all this hate is like coming up through the chat. Like everything you be saying is negative. Like you mentioned Kyle <laughs> Trask in the same facet as Trevor Lawrence. You mentioned Aaron Rodgers in the same as LeBron James. You're just wilding tonight. Just wild. I didn't say that. John said that. You co-signed it. You did. You co-signed said me. You did co-sign it. Look, John said you did co-sign it. <laughs> I co-signed because he is LeBron-esque. Oh my god. Oh, bro. Uh, um, go ahead, bro. NBA news. Raptors may play in Louisville's KFC's Yum Center. Louisville. Due to the travel ban that the uh, U.S. has with Canada, the Raptors may have to play in the States. Nope, not Louisville. Anywhere but Louisville. It'd be wild to play in Louisville after the entire NBA season. They need to rename that KFC Yum Yum Center Breonna Taylor Arena. I said that in the chat. Yeah, you you, you said it way better there, though. Yeah. (laughs) Nah, bro. She, um, I don't, um, I don't like I don't like Louisville. Don't get, don't need no money. No, don't need to be making no money from nobody. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. facts. That's facts. They shouldn't play uh, Louisville. Uh, I have. Put them in Tulsa. I have Jeremy playing Grant. Seattle. It's close. It's close. You go oh, play no. Seattle. Hey, Seattle, low key deserve that. I mean, they do. Seattle deserve that. I let them play in Seattle. They, they deserve that. 
The North. They, moved, they the need North to move West. the Pelicans to Seattle. No cap. The Northwest. Oh my God. Yeah, man. And then you know they said, Huh? You say it again, Jalen. They do need to move the Pelicans to Seattle. I don't understand what's the. Hey. Hey, hey. That's what, Jalen. Even if they move them to Seattle, I'd still be a fan because that's my, my parents used to live there. So, guess Speaking what? Speaking of you, the New York should Pelicans, be. they finally have a head coach. Goes by the name of Stan Van Gundy. Cut Carter. Back with J.J. Reddick. Him and J.J. Reddick reunited. Cut Carter, talk to me about this move. Why did they go after Stan Van Gundy, not like nobody else? You feel me? Well, we went after Doc. Doc didn't want to come. Um, It's fine. Uh, I guess I'd rather coach Ben and B2, I guess. But you know, Stan Van Gundy, veteran coach, people kind of try to blackball him, not blackball him, but force him out the league because of his GM mistakes with the Pistons, which included like trading. I think he traded Drummond. No, wait, no, no. Did he do that? No, no. no he he did something with them GM wise. And he, he traded Tobias. He traded like Dinwiddie. He traded, yeah, he traded, he traded like a lot of their young core players that wait, ended up being good. Ended up being good. Dinwiddie used to play yeah. the Pistons. Yes. I did not. And, you know what I'm saying? But now he's back. He's coming back to reunite with his boy, who he also might trade. I, I think we should trade him and let him go be a peacock and fly somewhere else. Um, But yeah, Stan Van Gundy coming in, not making no GM moves. We got a GM. We got a president of uh, basketball operations in uh, Dan Griffin, David Griffin. Um, So last time he coached a competitive team, I mean, the Pistons made the offs, but before that, you know, took the Magic to the finals in 2009 when they lost to Kobe. Um, in the Lakers, so I could live with him coaching Zion, and he's known as the uh, what they said, I forgot what they called him. It was like, they was like, he's Mr. Spread the Floor, like the floor is gonna be open, everything, like it's gonna be space for everybody to do whatever they want to do. So that's good for BI because BI like the ball, it's good for Zion because Zion like to get a running start, it's good for Lonzo because now Lonzo can drive and kick and not shoot threes. Oh, they said 12 gauge him and Ben Simmons when I was playing one on one. Doom. Doom. <laughs> All them bricks. But now, because no, Lonzo did shoot well before the, the bubble, but then in the bubble, it was just, it was, it was, it was cooked. So That's now, what I'm saying. I think Don't Stan will, like that. First of all, okay, I'm going to go back. So Stan, best team in my opinion was that Magic team. So he had Dwight. We got Jackson Hayes, young rookie center. We're going to let Derek Favors walk in free agency. He had Jameer Nelson. Lonzo ain't no Jameer Nelson shooting the ball, but he could pass way better than Jameer Nelson and play way better defense. And then his three was Michael Petras. Michael Petras played good minutes that year. Good, he played, had a good season. We got B.I., who is MIP, well, he was MIP candidate. And I feel like he can be, he can take his game up to another level and average like 25, 26 this year. So, so let then, me ask, because I don't want to, I don't want to be on this topic for too long. Do the Pelicans have two all-star players this year? Yes. Yes. No. In the West. They could I think, be yes, they they I think they can get, get one. I think they get one. Yeah, gonna make it probably again, and then that le- Zion, so, Zion plays. So, so we Zion are and So we are understanding that there there still has to be some moves to be made, but Jamal Murray is definitely gonna be an All Star next year. I don't know that. Definitely, I, we don't it's, know it's that. for point guards. We got people that's forwards. Everybody on our team will be in that other oh, category. Oh yeah, that then yeah, they, made, they split it like that. That's what I'm saying. I, no guard on our team is making. I think two is. I think two is ambitious. I think they get one in for sure. Though. That's just my. Opinion. Bi just went. I don't think it go back again though. The Bi and Zion. I think Zion. Bi and Zion is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's no guard. It won't be. I guard. think Zion would take Ingram's spot. That's what I think. Okay, because they're gonna push. Like they this. definitely gonna push. It's, well, you gotta well, go to the next. Well, can I go to the next topic of basketball then? Because this is what I'm leading into it, kinda. 
Well, Paul George might be on the block. So if Paul George go to the East, that's another spot. Hmm. Paul George to make it to the All-Star Game this year? No, I wouldn't. He didn't. He hurt. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. <laughs> you, you <laughs> he was hurt. <laughs> Right? Hey, go for Soup. Go for Soup. This was last season and y'all to have Jimmy Butler. You'd be happy Paul George came. But now. Nah. I, I like Paul, bro. But I just don't think he fits what we trying to do culturally. We need another scorer. We do. Not him, bro. Y'all need, y'all need a bucket getter. Paul George could be that for y'all. What do you he mean, could coaches, be that for y'all. baby? Like, you act like Paul George is a cancer. He's a he great. He could turn back the hands of time, Jalen. No, but I don't know I if he's gonna like Jimmy getting in his in his in his grill. He might not like that. He might I don't not do want him if we can get if we can get Bradley Bill. Like y'all not getting Bradley Bill. Getting Bradley Bill. He's going to the other conference if he wait, 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 wait. Okay, I've been the number one driving this Paul George, but you would have that you would rather have Bradley Bill and Paul George? Oh yeah. Yes. hundred percent. Yes. Hundred percent. Thoughts? Bradley Bill or Paul or Stan George? Stan Van Gundy? No. No. <laughs> oh, we are trading. We I, are probably trading Drew Holiday though. Drew Holiday and JJ Reddick probably think, to the do, you think, do you think they, uh Bradley Bill or Paul George will fit better with the Miami Heat, John? Paul George is the eighty-eight overall in two K twenty-one, and uh, <laughs> I just want the two K ratings. Soon. About to get into that. About to get into that. All right. Um, but better fit PG or Bradley Bill for Miami? I think PG. Uh, no, we're not. I, I wasn't talking about just in general for Miami. I was saying who's the better player. Oh, better oh. player could be Paul George. Paul George. I'm thinking Bradley Bill and Paul George. Better player? The defensive side. That's why. That's why. Yeah, PG, he plays defense. Oh Sorry, he does. Does he? In the playoffs? No. That's okay. <laughs> but that's not okay. Regular season, I mean, it's going to have to be. Bradley my Bill. 82 games, six months that I have him before the postseason, I need you to play defense. As of October I got to get to the postseason. I got Bradley Bill. I'll make my adjustments when we get there. Bradley Bill is not strapping up. I got Bradley Bill over PG. Yes, 100%. That's fine. Your team wants to score points. That's cool. I'm not even – I love defense. I just think Bradley Bill is the better player now. And he proved – Bradley Bill got snubbed at the All-Star game. They both didn't go to the All-Star game last year. But Bradley Bill – Bradley Bill averaged – Didn't Bradley Bill average 29 or 30 points last season? He averaged 30. On a bad team? He didn't – but he gets the most shots. Can't like not now. He got the most shots because he had nobody out there to help him. That's why. That's why I said. That's why it's. Like, that, it ain't. It wasn't his fault. John Wall got hurt again. You're, you're saying averaging thirty is. You're saying he's 30. better than Paul George because Paul George didn't play good in the playoffs. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bill, last time in the playoffs, he balled though. That's what, he's that better. Two thousand and sixteen. They lost to the Hawks. Two thousand sixteen was the last time they made it. The Hawks. They beat the Hawks. When? I, I hold on, hold on. Google Not it. the Hawks. It was, they played the Raptors. Those Celtics. Yeah. They played the Celtics. They, they lost oh, to the Celtics in they six. They lost to the Celtics in six. That was Kyrie Celtics, right? Oh, oh no. with uh, No, that was, that was IT, IT Celtics. Celtics. It was that a year before. They dropped 50 yeah, on them, that. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. That's their last playoff. Yeah, I, win. I wanted them to win that series. They were supposed to win that series. But then yeah. Crowder was- They went seven. They went seven. Yeah, that was, see what I'm saying? That was their last run, and it- they had wall. Was, like, let's talk about this. That was the series. That was the series. IT sister died. They was not gonna lose that series. Okay, nonetheless, <laughs> John Wall. You said that was all John Wall. Like the last time Bradley both averaged like twenty some apiece. The last time Bradley Bill was in the playoffs. I, I said it was because John Wall was there against the uh, Toronto Raptors. Okay, I said the Raptors. Yeah, 2018. I'm trying to. I just make a clarification. Oh, they made it in 2018. Wait. Yeah, they lost in six to the Raptors in 2018. That was with just him. 
Now John Wall was John Wall played in that. No, John Wall missed the last two seasons. Look and see. John Wall did play in that. Oh, yeah. How would they be in the playoffs without John Wall? Please tell me. Yes. Y'all really be disrespecting <laughs> John Wall, though. Okay, okay. Before you, before you, before you say something, you well, uh, for which They went six with the Raptors. Y'all, y'all do be disrespecting John Wall, for real. Somebody disrespected John Wall. I just thought he was out. He's an elite. PG went healthy. He's not elite. No, he's not. Wait, what are we talking about? He was leading. He was leading. He was leading the league and assists for multiple years. We gotta focus this conversation. Yeah, wait. I'm gonna mute everybody. Yeah, I'm gonna mute everybody. All right, baby. Everybody, unmute yourselves. We need a refresher. What are we arguing? So I could be informed. Said he said John Wall's elite. I just think we need to break down the definition of elite. John Wall's not elite. <laughs> never been John elite. Wall. Never no, been no, John no, Wall. No, 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 he was. I don't know. No, elite? Elite? He was at, at when point, John Wall is don't healthy, say he never was elite. elite. Don't say he never so, was elite. But don't in say my opinion, don't say my opinion, he's elite. It's been two years. We don't know. Yeah, that's but not, in my opinion, in my opinion, elite in basketball is the same term as superstar. John Wall ain't never been no damn superstar. Yes, he has. Ever. Yes, he has. Okay. Yeah. No need to. Don't need to continue. Boogie, that's like Sam Boogie at top five. Uh, no, superstar. When John Wall came out of college, that first like five seasons, he was basically a superstar, bro. He came well, we're out. We're not going to sit here and talk about the greatness hype. of John Wall. We're not going to question the greatness of John Wall. Greatness? Like, we, what we the not. hell? <laughs> yes, bro. What? That is cool. y'all forgot, bro. John okay. Wall was this man also plays defense. He's made a defensive team. Like He's he's fine. Like, he was, he was defense. really good defensively. Five-time All-Star. Like, Assist leader. He used sure to lead the lead in assists. I don't know oh about assists. Yes, he. I don't think he ever. I don't think he ever led the league in assists. Look it up, then, guys. It's, it's public. It's it's public information. Like I know it is. <laughs> I'm telling you, he hasn't led the league in assists ever. I'm I'm literally I'm literally telling you he has. God, okay, show me. He has never led the league in assists, JB. I told you, Chris Paul exists. Steve Nash exists. Ricky Rubio exists. Like his, yeah, high, yeah. his highest assist total was uh, 10 probably ten in two thousand sixteen. He's had fifteen assist games. Five-time NBA games. All-Star, All NBA thirteen, NBA All Defensive Second Team twenty fifteen, All Rookie First Team, Slam Dunk Contest Champion. Um, That's what I'm saying. Oh, like that was like twenty fifteen. Yeah, I remember that. Like, and he was a ten round one first overall pick from Raleigh, North Carolina. Hey, bro. So look. He was the first Homelander say, Oosh. Oosh. <laughs> I think I think recently he has lost the eliteness in him. Yes, I do agree. But I, yeah, he's been injured. I think for he years. had it. He That's had it. Why. Like 2013 to like 2017. Like that was him. So name name me name me a time where John Wall was a top five point guard in the game. Big 2013, B. 2014, 2015. Every single one of those years he was top five. Big B. Yes. He's, he's that five. They were going to the playoffs. Like he was doing what he needed to do to carry Yo, them. Like, nice. It was crazy. <laughs> um, are we done? Can I move on? Yeah, yeah. We uh, move wait, on. Hold up. I don't know why we're talking about John Wall. Like, please. <laughs> he, yeah, his last season played was 2018-2019 season, and he played 32 games. He started 32 yeah, games. He, he didn't even play that many games that season. Yeah. And like, the season before that, he only played 41 games. I think he's really over Washington. Like <laughs> they're trash. I don't think but he wants to be. I there. think his last best season was 2016-2017 when he was 26. But the other two seasons he wasn't he couldn't stay healthy or he was coming off injury. But his best season was that 2016-2017 season. He averaged 20. You know what? 
we moved on. I'm not ten point seven assists. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I, I just found what I needed to, but I'm gonna let y'all let y'all die on that hill because Kimba Kimba's up there too, right? I'm gonna let y'all die on that hill. Kimba in the East, Kimba has been a top. Kimba two. is fine. He led the he led the Hornets oh, to the postseason. Come what are you doing? Like, are you just picking yeah, out his, his old people name that you don't know about? That you don't remember watching or something? of Ali is different than y'all. Is, is Kyrie even? Because I already know. No, but I said, I said, I didn't say Kimba elite. I just said Kimba top 10. But John Wall used to be elite. Yes, at, at, at some point in his career, he was elite. Okay. The Rockets announced that they won't blow up the team. They see no reason why to blow up the team. Do you guys agree with that decision? Nope. I agree. Can you hire a... Can you hire a GM first before you start saying what y'all gonna do? Yeah, what you not gonna okay. do? <laughs> the owner gonna tell him. The owner said we ain't blowing up. <laughs> like who? Then, then who wants to come in and take that job and say, okay, if you're not gonna let me do what I need to do, then why am I gonna <laughs> so, come here? So I gotta keep everybody here, right? Yes, you gotta right. keep Covington and Russell and Harden and House and Gordon are untouchable. So what? What can I trade? They're gonna be like, what's the name? Sam Decker. You trade Sam Decker. Right. Uh, they best bet if they're not gonna trade nobody, they better make a run for Andre Drummond. He said try to get Andre Drummond with all their he, might. He said there is no reason to blow up the roster. This is still our window. The next couple of years, James and Russell are in their early thirties. We're not blowing up anything. We plan on contending. We're going to do whatever we had to do to win. He said okay. early thirties, like, like that's, that's not like, like that's not low key. They, <laughs> like, they, they could drop like, off. Like I'm not saying they're gonna drop off soon, but at any given moment, past 31, 32. Hello. It's expected that you kind of drop off. LeBron, if you're like LeBron, bro, Kobe, what? you're not finna play at a high who level. Played, bro, who was really good after 35 like that, though? Jordan wasn't even that good. I'm saying, I'm saying they'll start dropping. I say who? They, they will drop off at 35. Bro. After 35, bro, it ain't that many people. It's not. No, it's not. No. Kobe, Bron, maybe Tim Duncan, Steve Nash, and he wasn't even at that high level. That's when he was good after 35. So, but he was he was contributing. But like I said, they 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 do have a technical window, but they better build the best team possible. So Andre Drummond should be first on their list of people they're talking to. What it sounds like is that they have. It sounds like whoever said that statement is banking on this next season to be that. That was the owner. (laughs) He's the owner. He's telling you, whatever. He's he's anticipating next season being it. And I don't see how you go through what happened this year again. And then say, no. oh, like but the end of next season. I remember this, John. Out. They didn't have a center. They thought that was gonna work. They thought not having a center was gonna work. In, in his that defense, I think Houston's like they need to be more defensive centric, and they do need to go out and get a center. They have defense. They're, they're not drumming. even that bad defensively. They're getting better. No. Drumming. But they what I'm saying is, they're totally on coach defense, bro. It's all about it's all about pulling. It's all about running down. It's all about running and getting threes. They were starting to play defense. Even Harden was. And I think Harden is the best defense in the bubble. He got a block, bro. That's why you saying he started to play defense. It was crunch time. No, yeah, no, no, bro. no. James Harden was doing getting steals there and like in the bubble, bro. James Harden is getting better defensively. That's I, I think he's taking it seriously. Steals. That's bad. Passing. No, he's been ripping. People. He has. He oh. he has gotten better defensively. You can no longer say that James Harden is a defensive liability. You can't say Gian- that. No. Giannis. Giannis. <laughs> you watching the pack live pod, Giannis? <laughs> I think they gotta go get Drummond if they're gonna keep him. If not, they need to shake it up. Drummond go is like, go uh, bear. Yeah, they need a big. 
It's gonna be oh, hard damn. to get like a really yeah. good big without giving. He played his best with Capella. Away. I think Russ, him and Capella would have thrived, but they would never got rid. I don't know why they got rid of Capella. Uh, that didn't make sense to me. No, Covington ended up being their best defender though, so that was that was smart. Scared to, um, getting Covington was cool. Yeah. Before we get into the two K twenty one ratings, uh, I want to announce that Jeremy Grant is the most valuable free agent out there. Do you do you guys agree with me? No. No. Tell me why you know Gallinari is the most valuable free agent. Out no, there. you're crazy. Not. <laughs> Gallinari? Oh my God. Jeremy his versatility on the offensive floor and a defensive floor. He developed. I watched him oh play in OKC God. and watched him develop into a stout defender who could. He went at LeBron, went at Kawhi and Paul George, played them this well. Free agent, this this he, man he, just said Danilo Gallinari. Yes. Gallinari? Okay. Y'all ready to hear? You ready to hear my list? Okay. So uh, I'm telling you, actual list of free agents. So Gordon Hayward has a player option. Why are you telling us? I tweaked on that. I'm just naming free agents that's out there. Gordon okay. Hayward has a player option. Paul Millsap, unrestricted free agent. DeMar DeRozan, player option. He's going to opt out. DeMar DeRozan is a top Not five available bad. free agent. Not um, yeah, give me DeMar DeRozan. Otto Porter, player option. He's going to opt in because he probably never made that much money again. Andre Drummond, player option. He's opting out. Anthony Davis, unrestricted free agent, but we know where he's going back. Hassan <laughs> Whiteside, unrestricted free agent. Nicholas Batum, player option. Marcus Gasol, unrestricted. Serge unrestricted. Danilo unrestricted. Give me Serge over Danilo. What? Eric Favors unrestricted. Bismack Biyombo unrestricted. Tim Hardaway Jr. Player option. Kent Bazemore unrestricted. Evan Turner, Goran Dragic unrestricted. Evan Fournier player option. Tristan Thompson, Emma Heaney, Bobby Portis got a a team option. I didn't hear nobody more valuable than Jeremy Grant. Jordan Clarkson unrestricted. Is he? He's Um, more valuable than Jeremy Grant. Myers Leonard, Andre Robeson, John Henson. Kentavious Caldwell Pope, Etuan Moore, Bogdan Bogdanovich, the, the young one. He restricted, going back. he restricted, yeah. Jay Crowder, Montrez Harrell, and that's about it. Everybody else is either like player option or um club uh, option. John, John, you taking you taking Gallinari over Montrez? Uh no, I didn't realize Gallinari was 32. That's the issue. Austin Oh, he played uh, option. So you did all that to say. That you were wrong. Andre Drummond and the De- De- Rosen are the best two. Are free more valuable than Jeremy Grant? No. Yes. Yes, Bruce. Yes, Bruce. Yes. Andre Drummond is the best. Defender. Period. Stop. They're, they're not messing with Jeremy Grant. Value. I'm not saying they're a better player, but value to your team. Bruiser. He just had his first Andre Drummond. like elite playoff experience, Bruiser. Don't. T- why are you bringing up the past when we were talking about his recent playoff performance? That's how you get paid off. What are you That's what I just talked about. I just said say elite. Jamar has been the playoffs. I don't like that. Last year, Drummond. I remember last time it was last year. Drummond was in the playoffs. Wait, what? What I say? Elite. He said elite. He had elite playoff experience. He did. That was his most experience, and he was the was a key factor to that team's success. He had a good. He had a good. No, he had a great playoff run. He had a great playoff. Had a great elite. Elite don't mean I didn't say he's elite. I said he he bro. That game he had twenty seven was unexpected. Dollar, unbelievable. So Jeremy <laughs> I still say Andre Drummond and DeMar DeRozan the best two out there. I ain't not. I'm not. They are. I said valuable. They are. <laughs> valuable. The, DeMar's more. Hey. Yes. I, I like. I like. That's if DeMar ends up in purple and gold. You say DeMar would fit better with the Lakers than Jeremy Grant would fit in with the Lakers? You know what's funny? They can get both. They can. Yes, they can. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Okay. They can get both. They're going to. Bro, they can get both, but that would mean trading Kuzma. But I would do that to get both. Yes. 
Jeremy Grant's most valuable phrase out there. 2016. Bro, okay, you cannot say that. Bruce Lee didn't beat the All-Star game. Oh, no. There are a lot of good players. Valuable was better. That's I think that's the issue here. But if you're better, aren't you more valuable? No. Because uh, you could use, for example, Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. I don't think Kyle Lowry is better than Siakam, but he's more valuable to the Toronto Raptors. I don't think yes. – um, What's his name? Oh, I don't think uh, Clay is more. It's not. I don't think Clay's better than Steph Curry, but Curry, but Clay is more valuable to the Warriors than Steph. Like, what no. you saying? sir, let me stop you right now. Steph mm-hmm. is the most important piece on that team. With whoever is on it, you're and crazy. Andre Drummond your is 20, the 2020 man himself. Andre Drummond is not more valuable. Drummond is not good. Bro, Drummond is great. He gets steals. He gets rebounds. Oh, my he God. He does. Oh, he does. He averaged two, average two steals. Like, bro, y'all not going to sit here and do this to Andre Drummond. It's bro. not he y'all. It's one person. Like, y'all, y'all ridiculous. I it's do think person. he's more valuable. It's one person. I feel you. I think Yo. he's more valuable than Jeremy. We can use the but same. But one person. Guy. My bad, John. I mean, one person. You go. My bad. You go. go ahead. All right. No, I was going to say the person that, <laughs> the person that y'all are overlooking in free agency is Fred Van Vliet, bro. Like, this man averaged 36 minutes last year. This man averaged 20 points last year. And I do think whoever lands Fred VanVleet is immediately going to be in a position he is to win more. This I man said average 36, average 36 uh, minutes. I, th- I think he's unrestricted, and I think the Raptors better do their best to bring him I think, back. I that shows he has durability, Jalen. they don't bring him back, so they let him go to a, a five team. Talk about it, John. Jalen just be talking. Just be talking. What Jalen say? He said, he said, I, I use 36 minutes. minutes. Like, that ain't just a big deal. Like, I'm saying, like, bro. I thought you was going to say, like, points or something. I, I don't you know, care about how many wrong. minutes this play. <laughs> we know Fred Van is a walking bucket. I think okay. I named, I think Toronto's going to resign him. I was talking about phrases that will leave there. Oh, he's unrestricted. He doesn't have to go he's back. He's unrestricted. He but doesn't he's have gonna, to go back. He's going to go back. He's you, go. you don't want him to leave Toronto, but he's Monica. going to leave. <laughs> you don't want him to leave. Uh, you don't want to leave. He might not. He might not. He's going to come back. I don't think he's going anywhere. He's not starting. So is he going to start? Starts in Toronto. Shit, he'll start. He'll start. He will start in Toronto. I'll tell you that. Starts in Toronto. He, 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 he started, started this year? Yes. What? Yeah. That's their two guard. Yes. I didn't know they started him. I thought he stood off the bench. My bad. Yeah, you, don't watch, you don't watch Canadian basketball. I don't. Hey, man. I don't watch teams that lucked up on the ring. I'm sorry. Lucked up on the ring. Y'all did luck up on the ring. And and that's not even debatable. <laughs> it's not even debatable. Thank you. I ain't gonna lie, but look, don't get me wrong. I'm happy they lucked up on his ring. That, that could be the same yeah. thing. That could be the same about LeBron. How he lucked up on this ring this year, but I guess. Uh, how did he? How did, how did he, he luck up on the Everybody ring? got hurt. Everybody oh, got invited to the Oh my goodness! He didn't run into the Clippers, so you know that's why he lucked up. Hell, y'all look at the screen. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Look at the screen, bro. Sport. I'm look at the screen, bro. Oh, he tripped. <laughs> oh, he tripped. Oh my goodness. Was that a read option? He was wide open. He was wide open field. He, he got a turf monster. Him. Y'all saw it? Nah. Y'all saw it. Oh my. He got to celebrate it like you should have scored. <laughs> he was wide open. He, he looked tired. But that read was crazy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> How do you not score? He holds the ball. He passed so- it. I thought. Oh, yeah. yeah he he started tripping. He running too fast. Boy, he he holds the ball so funny, bro. Um, bro, he looked right. ridiculous, right? He was grimacing. <laughs> let's, 
let's before we go move on from sports, let's talk about NBA 2K21 rating. Dun, 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 dun. LeBron James is a 98 player. That's disrespectful. He's the number one ranked player in the NBA 2K21. He's a 98, LeBron James. Got you. That's playing a lot. Jimmy Butler. Should be a a 99. Jimmy Butler. What's Jimmy rated? Is a 93. I think that's his highest ever. It is. Wait, Jimmy's not. Wait, who's 93? Jimmy Jimmy Butler. That's, That's hard. I like it. I bro. love it. Ain't Finally, gonna make my boy you know, ain't, ain't gonna make you no better at 2K. <laughs> <laughs> Who said I was my 2K? Jalen gonna go pull up the play 2K. Uh, I, he like, I don't even play this, but Jimmy 93, I gotta see how it feel. Jimmy so, be at 93 no. is love, bro. I'm All right. I got it, I got you. Either we're gonna guess above a 90 or below a 90. Jamal Murray. He's a 90 below. solid. He's 87. Below. Derek. Damn, Derek. Damn. <laughs> I mean, when they were tweeting it, you could have clicked it like I did. Yeah. Shh, shh. I'm doing this. What is he? He's an 87. Ruined it. Dang, how you gonna ruin I, I wasn't listening to Derek. So ain't gonna ruin I, I want him to be a 90. Derek on mute because you know, I'm on my mute. Giannis, is he above a 95 or below a 95? Giannis is a 95. Uh, above. Above. He is above. He's a 97. Just play along, Derek. Dang. I'm saying. <laughs> Luka Doncic, is he above a 95 or below a 95? Luka was a 96 like, on 2K20. Probably, so he's probably a 96 again. He probably, mm, he probably above slightly. And Demond? I say 96. I say he had a 95. He's trying to trick us. Luka Doncic is a 94 overall player in NBA 2K21. That's fair. 94. Uh, Offensively, he played like he had 99. Good God. <laughs> um, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. Who do you who do you guys think is higher? Who has a higher overall? Mitchell? Man, this finna piss me off. Donovan has a higher overall. Donovan, Donovan, right? Donovan has to. Yes, Donovan right. is 88. Gobert is 87. Uh, Why could have given Donovan, Donovan a 90? A 90. Man. Yeah, could have given him a 90. Devin Booker, y'all favorite player who hasn't won a playoff game or been to the playoffs. I'm not sure. Is he below, below, above a 90 or below a 90? Out of 90. I think he's below. I think he's at 89. I'm going to tell you what he should be. He should be at least a 94, 95. Off the not, okay. Wow. Out of 95. Wow. Relax. An 88. I, mean, oh, I, I think 89 is more respectful. He but should be a he 90. Should be he should be higher than Donovan Mitchell, so they're the same. Duh. But a 95, Jalen, 95, 94, he is not on the same level as Lucas. Yes, he is. He's not on a uh, on a good team like Luca. No, sir. He's not. Put him on in that a better level. situation. Luca's team not even that five. Luca gets more assists. We're not going to do that. The Mavericks not even that five for real. Hold on. Time out, time out, time out, time out. Porzingis don't play for them no more? Is Derek supporting Luka Doncic right now? <laughs> I'm saying, bro, like, they, they do have Kristaps, but he's he's injury prone. He came off a torn ACL, and now hold has on, bro. Kevin Booker doesn't get you, rebounds and assists like Luka. On, 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 That's all you gotta do to end that. He's the better. You shooter. telling me the Maybe. team that just had the best year statistically, offensively in NBA because history because of Luka, because of Luka, literally okay. because of Luka. Because of one player. Okay, you got it. Yes, got it. because of one player. Yes, exactly. You got it. Yes. Literally, you take him out of the equation. Literally, Jalen, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, if you, you take him out of the equation, Tim Hardaway not having not doing that, and Jalen Brunson, not, bro. Bro, none of them handle the ball. None of them. KP. Luka handles everything, bro. Do you watch their game? Like, KP. Curry doesn't bring the ball up. Kristoff like, Porzingis. Trey Burke don't even bring the ball up. They don't. They play through Luka. Kristoff Porzingis. Didn't play actually, at the beginning actually, of the year. And missed the bubble. And missed the bubble. It's actually Kristoff. Okay. Kristoff Porzingis. I don't care. Listen, on the Suns, can you name me another piece, a complimentary piece? Kelly Oubre. Devin Booker Kelly has. Oubre. He doesn't have. Kelly Oubre. No. Kelly Oubre. No. DeAndre Ayton? No. He's not. DeAndre First Aiton. off, Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio. DeAndre Ayton. Mikael Walker. Mikael Bridges. DeAndre Ayton has Bridges. not arrived yet. Javon Carter. Tyler Johnson. Uh, not Tyler Johnson. What's the dude name? Sorry, you're sorry. From the dude from Carolina. The rookie. I like Monty Williams, so hopefully they'll be better this year. But honestly, bro, like, before then, like Devin Booker has been set up for failure. The dude is a walking bucket. He literally is. He's not been set up for well, players. A lot of NBA players. The Suns are not bad. He went, the no, Suns bro. are good. He, bro. he went eight and no in the bubble, bro. And me yeah. personally, I would have, I would have rather had seen him get in the eighth spot. That's just me. But bro, you rather them get beat in four rather than the players losing five? <laughs> Who said they would have? They would have no, lost they, in five too. No, they, they would have. No. <laughs> No, no, no. That's the common this, thing. This is the no. this is the same guy who said I don't I just don't see it out of Bron. I don't know how they're gonna win it this year. <laughs> this is the same guy. Right. Lakers, me. they did not. Right. They're too young. I'm not there. The Boston Celtics three. They're three best players. I want you guys to predict what order they're in from one. Two and three. Derek, did you see this list? All right, if you did, yeah, you it's can... not gonna say nothing, bro. God damn. Tatum, Brown, we know who, Walker. We know who number one. Yeah, All yeah. Right. Come on. You said what? Tatum, Brown, Walker, Jalen. Tatum, Brown, Walker. And you agreed to one? Yes, we know who number one. Let me drop the bomb. Do you think Tatum is ninety? We Tatum know, should, yeah. Derek, that Walker is probably before Brown. We know that. No, he's but, not. Bro, like. They're, they're oh, equal, cool. actually. God damn. I, that's Tatum is a 90. Brown and Walker are both 86. Which is... Okay, that's up. disrespectful. I would have guessed that. If all them other dudes got an 88.9, he should have got the 88.9. Is it disrespectful to Kemba yeah. or disrespectful to Jalen Brown? It's disrespectful to Jalen Brown. He should be higher. Jalen Brown. He should be It sounds like Kemba Kimba should be an 85, not no 86. Yeah, he could go down one and Jalen Brown should be an 88 at least. He should be an 88 with Mitchell in them. 88, 89. I guess we all didn't watch... I guess Ronnie 2K. I don't understand. I don't understand how Tatum get the 90 and he was the one airballing and missing going 0 for 7 in the first half. I think Jalen Brown is amazing. It's, I think he had a great he had a great bubble experience. I like, think Jalen Brown and Tatum are duo. But I could give I could give Tatum that nod at 90, but Jalen Brown's better defensively. That's why I feel like they could like where he lacked, they kind of Tatum's a 90? Tatum's no, 90. I think I think Tatum should be higher than a 90. He's a 90? That's out of pocket. I ain't gonna cap. That's kind of wild. He couldn't be. He shouldn't be over uh, Donovan Mitchell and them either. They all accomplished the same amount of stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he should be over Donovan Mitchell. They all 88. If you're going to get Devin Booker to 88, they all 88. All of them. Murray I mean, should be 88. They should be 88. He's just doing it for defense. the sake of the game. And Tatum don't be playing defense. Well, he be getting cooked. Like, but I'm talking about how, how, how Jamal Murray at 87 after what he just accomplished in the conference finals. Bro, Tatum on ball is not like that, dog. You're well, not going to argue and say it is. Okay. What you say, Jalen? John, what y'all arguing? I'm, t- I'm telling him Tatum on ball defense is not that far. Like, We're not, not saying he all defensive, bro, but he plays both ends of the floor. I'm saying that is the reason why he shouldn't be a 90. 
I just don't like the fact that Jalen Brown on the same level as Kimball when Jalen Brown outplayed him and was tremendous in the, in the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. Trey Young. Daniel Jones hit 21 miles He was 90, exactly. Y'all get, get the growing theme here now? Going on? Jalen, above a 90 or below a 90? Trey Young. Below. DeMond. Should be above. What'd you say? What'd you say? Trey Young, above a 90 or below a 90? At a 90. The 88. I told you, y'all don't get the team. They're all 88. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. James Harden above a 95 or below a 95? Uh above. at 95. Probably 96. Jadon got it on right on the dot. 96. Then Kevin Durant and KD. It's Kyrie. It's Kyrie at a 90 or below a 90? He's at a 90. I think they blackballed him and put him below a 90. I definitely think that. Jaylen? They gave him an 88. They gave him an 88 for sure. Nah, you would think that, though. Kyrie Irving's a 90. Kevin Durant, at a 95 or below a 95? They uh, probably gave him a 95. But he really should be a 98. He's at a 95. <laughs> he should be a 97. But So I'm, I'm being told Luka and James Harden are better than... Luka's 94. <laughs> Yeah, look at that. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Hey, Katie didn't even. Katie yeah. didn't even. Katie 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 didn't at what 97. Do you always give him? No. 89, damn. Yeah. Play definitely deserve a 90. That's what he always was. He always at 89. Shut up. I'm just including injuries. Like, if you didn't play, I don't, Shut up. I don't know why. 89. Steph Curry, at a 95 or below a 95? At below? You on mute, Jay. I don't know if you're talking. Oh, you're talking to somebody. He's at 95. Zion Williamson at a at a 85 above 85 or below 85. I'm above Zion's above the 85. I think he should be at 86. I'm done. He has 86. At 86? Yeah. <laughs> Jamal Murray Jamal Murray is one point better than Zion. Crazy. <laughs> and last time. Last but not least, the cover athlete Damian Lillard is he at a ninety? Is he above a ninety-five or below a ninety-five? Zion's the cover athlete, Boozer. Ninety-five. Is also the cover athlete. Shut up, dear. I'm talking next gen. At a 90, 95 or below a ninety-five. 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 Ninety-five on a dot, yes sir. Hey, don't get off the ground no more, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. He's eating damn Jones. Uh, before we move on to music, uh, the World Series is going on. I want to hear the <laughs> World Series predictions. I have the Dodgers Tampa and seven. <laughs> no ties to Tampa, but you <laughs> I have ties um, to Florida, sir. Shut up. For why you, you, have no, you have no ties to LA. Damn. Talk to me. Mm. Mm. Oh, you got it. <laughs> this you me. Because John's about to talk. God damn. I wasn't even talking no more. He was talking. 
man, it's gonna be a good series. Like I said, the Dodgers, we're gonna handle business. Every year they get very, very close. And this is the year. They can't blow it again. It just comes down to great pitching, staying disciplined, keeping the bats hot, hitting home runs. They should be straight. Dodgers and six. Devon. Dodgers, man. I, you know me, huh? Hey, baseball. Hey, it's, it's he bets a dog. I heard. Yeah, yeah. I heard he. Uh, his situation is similar to AD. John, is that true? Me, John. What are you talking about? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Or somebody didn't want him and they moved on from him. Who are you talking about? Mookie Betts. Oh, Mookie, the Red Sox. Right. So they didn't want to resign him for that extended amount of time. And the Dodgers. He's signed for 12 years. He's 28. Gonna be playing with them until he's forty, and the Boston Red Sox just, I guess, they didn't want to throw him in the bag for that long amount of time. And the Dodgers said, "We got you." So thanks. he's gonna win a ring, the, just like he won one in twenty eighteen with them. Thanks for the crazy. Thanks for the math there, booger. I could, I could touch out that too. I could touch out that. Too. <laughs> um, oh, you didn't know twelve plus twenty eight equal forty. Man, I'm glad to teach y'all something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we get to music, uh, Love Cow Country, uh, the great show on HBO Max streaming service. Um, I don't, you seen it, John? You finished it? I have. I have finished. Jalen, you finished it? Are you watching? I've it? never seen it. Do you care if we spoil it or no, bro? That junk, Paul. I don't think you know what we talking about. Yeah, I actually do. It. I have no idea, like what y'all. Probably should about. watch it. You should. You watch it. know what we talking about. I think you'll like. You should watch it, bro. I think I'm you'll surprised like you it. haven't watched it. You haven't know, like watched it. Folks, I think you'll like it. No cap. I will. <laughs> I will be saying that. I enjoyed it the whole ten episodes. I think I told Derek and I, I said, um, if they could just end it right here and don't have like a season two, it'll be fine the way it left off. So, shout out to um, I've got who wrote it and everything, but Justin Smollett's sister, Journey Smollett. I got let me see her name. Uh, brother like Jameis, he the next man about to, about to go in Hollywood and go crazy. The shout out to everyone involved, the research, the the impact, the uh, just having the awareness to go back, research these things, and include them. By adding real life things that happened that occurred in history and just adding them to the story, I just like I just I like that. Oh, yeah. Is this another slave show? I I can't. It's not a slave show. It's not a slave show. It's not a slave show. It is a show. It is a show centered around black trauma though, and the events that have occurred in Black history yeah. in America. Yeah. But it's good though because like a twist, like. But it's really good. Like it's really things. good. It, that's not even. Yeah, like what we just said is even half. Of that show, I'm finna be at home pissed, man. <laughs> you are gonna be mad. Hey, look, no cap. I I know that's why they had them a week apart because like you you could binge watch it, but it's a lot of trauma, bro. Like if you sit there and watch, it's gonna have you gonna have all these re- like these memories of the things that have happened to black people negatively in your head if you binge watch it. So I think it's it's probably best to take some days apart, like just watch two episodes because it's it's that heavy. Um, but to share my review, this is a great show. This is literally like my favorite show ever that I've ever seen. Um, more than power? More than power. Like you're it's that far. Hey. <laughs> nah. I the reason I mean power, yeah, it's a it's a crime show. There's Who two different types of shows. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I love I love crime shows, but this is like this for me, where I came from, Morehouse, and then going into my profession and teaching young black kids, like to see a show like this that represents the things that have happened in a refreshing and normalized way, I think it's going to be very impactful for future generations to come. I definitely um, commend, I think this is Misha Green who was scripted this. Like she did a great job of bringing all these real events in, putting it on TV, having a boss to do this because like, 
I'm thinking about our counterparts and them watching this TV series and thinking like, you know, how they felt. Cause I don't even look at white people the same no more. And it's, it's unfortunate, but it's a great show in general. The plot, very smooth characters. Journey Smollett, you are my bae. You are finest. Like, very good job. <laughs> Sir, you can use a different word. <laughs> That's how I feel about her. Watch it. Oh, no, my baby. No more. No more. <laughs> yeah. Can, can you not? <laughs> Fogum. Ooh, six. Ooh. Not six. You might ruin That's funny. Oh, my God. Eric, you want to give a Lovecraft review or are we to Rick and move on? Because it's a new music. Oh. Oh. I think he's ready to move on. New music. Nah, uh, Lovecraft was good. Um, yeah, I pretty much said everything about it. Lovecraft was good. The lead actor, Jonathan, uh, James Majors, Majors, um, um, Jesse's Journey Smollett was really good. I actually ended up watching one of her movies. I didn't know she was in Birds of Prey. I watched that yesterday. She's also silent in there with uh, I gotta Jenny. watch that. The lady that played Harley Quinn, Jenna, it is a horror movie, bro. So don't don't watch it at night. He likes horror. horror he likes that. I so like like horror. Like horror. Horror. Say he's gonna like it. You, I don't, yeah, you gonna hey, like Jay, it. You saw they said Sinister is the most scary movie ever, the scariest movie ever. It is. They had a, I, <laughs> no, I wouldn't say it's the, I wouldn't say it's the scariest. On Netflix, but it's up there though. And they said you can't. I, I, I personally. Oh, you, oh, you go. You got it. Sinister. No, Sinister is I, I, the I scariest say, movie bro. ever, based on like. You'd be like the way the audience reacted to like their heart rate and like when scenes showed up in a movie and they said the biggest jump scare was in a Sidious, like ever the biggest jump scares in the Sidious. Yeah, that that jump I mean terrifying. Yes, <laughs> bruh. Because the jump out scene is like you're literally just watching and that jump like flips back to another camera angle. Yeah, I, I couldn't even saw that in movie. I couldn't I couldn't have seen that in no. theaters. Well, I would have been out. You, <laughs> you literally can't watch Sinister by yourself. Like it's impossible. Yeah, the, the plot, like, I can't watch it by myself. I, I seen the second one. I know I ain't seen the first one. I was like low-key too scared. But I, the plot of it is like great. That's why I, I rocked with it. He said, I Yeah, was the first one scared. is scarier than the second one, bro. <laughs> yeah, the second one was even that scary. Have you seen the first both one? Of them? Is definitely I, I can't watch I seen this. Three of them. The first one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I watched the first one in high school at school in the um in the uh, biology class, so you know there's no windows in the pitch black on the projector. Everybody's <laughs> watch, screaming. I watched a window, on huh? my phone, and that's the last scary movie window, I've seen huh? on my phone. I guess not. Gotcha. What did you say, bro? <laughs> what? No. What happened? What did you say, bro? I'm sorry. Oh, I wanted Devon to say what he said. I couldn't hear him because y'all was laughing, but he didn't say nothing. I was trying to wait like, for him to finish. Oh, no, like, <laughs> I guess not. Like, uh, bro, from the uh, who John, John, yeah, he was like, I guess not. I was saying, uh, I watched Insidious on my phone, and that is the last scary movie I watched on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't watching nothing scary up close and personal like that. But I was like this. Watching that thing, Bruh. drop the phone, boy. If I watch the a scary con- movie, I conjuring. need 15 people next to me. Oh, the, the Bondurant? Oh. The Conjuring, bro. It's probably one of the scariest <laughs> movies you ever watched, bro. The first and yeah. second one scared me, boy. What's, what's the uh, clapping thing in Conjuring, bro? What's that about? What's the that clapping not, thing? Bro, that's not funny. But he, he, mm. I'm trying to figure out what's that about. I'll play with that movie, bro. bro that, so she, was, she was in the garage, and she had the lighter, and she... You can't see nothing in the garage. All you see is hands come up. 
clap out the light. I said, nope, I'm good. I'm good. Dog. <laughs> I'm good. That whole movie was just too much, bro. And it's set in like 1973, I think, or some old time. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. It's, 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 nah, this one they give me, this one they be messing me up with them scary movies. They, they put based on story, I'd be like, Oh yeah, bro. it is though. They said the first stranger, what is, bro. Like, the Blair, that? the the Blair Witch that, that's, Project. That's, that's still that? scary, bro. Yeah, yeah. The Blair Witch Project was Switch the conversation. Music. Right, right. <laughs> wait, 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 before we go, they said they said the strange movie. That was movie hard. That was really scary though. You got it, but what? New music. Uh, strangers, the first one. Yes, it's, it's it's definitely like it's definitely like up there, hundred percent. All right, new music. Last week we got Party Pack by Party Next Door. Bird, that ain't new Bird music. The... What? Party Pack not new music. Well, he dropped. He just dropped it, and his songs we like unre- the songs that got released, but like was leaks. Um, that, bro, why you interrupt me? I was in my groove. All right, uh, Bird and Approved by Benny the Butcher dropped last week. Uh, as well as Mario dropped an EP. Mario. Um yeah. And then we got also got um Jeezy new songs, a, G, a new Jeezy song. We also got TI's new album called Libra. The, it's like the Libra, a Libra scale, something like that. It's not showing on here right now. Oh, the Libra, L-I-B-R-A, like acronym. And apparently it's a new Kanye West song called Na Na Na, but did not listen to it. Not going I didn't know it came. I didn't know it came out last week. I just seen it. What am I gonna listen to um, it? Nah, nah, nah. Justin Bieber and Benny Blanco, "Lonely," uh, "By Yourself" by Ty Dolla Sign featuring Janae Aiko and Mustard. Um, "Your Mind Still" featuring Drake by Young Blue. Lana Del Rey dropped something, and Gucci Mane dropped his "So Icy" gang volume one. Um. Yeah, so for this upcoming week today, Ariana Grande is dropping something new. We also have I will Ty be Dolla tuning Sign. in. Ty Dolla Sign will be dropping his album called Featuring Ty Dolla Sign. I am excited to listen. Oh, that's probably my first listen. Commit the Zine dropped Bosky for Dave East Karma 3 Deluxe. Days Low, Sell Soul 2. Sell Soul 1 was actually a pretty good mixtape, but you know, I want to make her come back after all these years with Sell Soul 2. Might have to check it out. Yet Gotti dropped Gotti out of here. Jonah Lucas dropped Evolution EP. Lakel dropped his L-O-V-E, Love. Um, Lakel is actually a pretty good artist if y'all never listened to him too. Chase B, OMB Bloodbath, and Ken the Man for Me are sing- a single that's dropping. The Kid Leroy, Juice World artist, and uh, um, Lil Bibby artist dropped a song called So Done. Saweetie's dropping a song with Janae Aiko called Back to the Streets. BFB, BFB the Pac-Man dropping a song called Honey Pack, D Savage to be announced. Um, Jack Harlow dropped Tyler Hero with a video that's out now. Jeezy and Yo Gotti dropping a song called Back. Lil Got It dropping a song featuring PJ called Telling You, and that's also out now. And Rico Nasty dropped a song featuring Don Tyler and Gucci Mane called Don't Like Me out now. Which brings me to my top five no debating. I don't know if y'all feel it. I got I wrote down some music topic before you go. Metro Boomin said deluxe albums are played out. Do you guys agree? No, I don't. I don't either, but I get what he was trying to do. I get it's, yeah. everybody's doing it now, so it's a trend. So him not doing it and what? doing the chopped up, not slopped up, was a good, a, in good taste. However, 
Shout out to not slapped up music is not for everybody. It's really, you know, it was invented in Houston. Shout out DJ Screw. So I don't know if he admitted it though, but still shout out DJ Screw. He did. He said he said shout out DJ Screw on his Instagram post. Yeah, yeah. it's it started in Houston. So it's like really when you listen to that music, you're supposed to be in a certain state, you know what I'm saying? Doing doing some uh alcoholic, not alcoholic, uh rapper beverages. That's what I call it, because I don't know how booze gonna edit that. Drinking a little purple stuff or pink or whatever color you may get. However, um maybe clear, you know. Um, yeah, it's not it's supposed to be in a certain state when you do listen to it, I think. Cause it's like when you're normal, you don't really sound the same. But um also, it's a good it's in good taste because Metro has been leading this campaign about make three six mafia a group again. And that's kind of like a, a um slot, not a slight, but like a you know, in reference to them a little bit, because 36 Mafia, even though they're from uh, Memphis, they made a lot of uh, music that was like the chopped and screwed vibe. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I listen to it. It's just, it's, you not, when you listen to that, you're not supposed to be expecting to be like turned up. It's really supposed to be like chill, like chopped up. No, it's like everything in slow motion, like pretty much. Got you. And last but not least, uh... I want to shout out Good Kid Mag City. Came out eight years ago today, October 22nd, 2012. Arguably Kendrick's best project. So shout out to Kendrick. And before I give the cut to new uh, for his top five, I just want to pose a question to you guys. Does October present the best uh, musical artist? Yes. Uh, somebody. Yeah, made. I would say so. Yeah. What do you mean? Drake. You got Drake. This Drake was born this month. You got Young Boy. You got, you got um, those who were born in this month. Yeah, born in October. Yeah. Okay. Usher, you got Ti. You got Jeezy. Young Boy. Lil, Lil Wayne, a Libra, but he not born in October. Um, oh. Roddy, a uh, Roddy Rich birthday was today or something like that. Oh, I didn't know that. That's crazy. Usher birthday is October fourteenth. Yeah. Um, twenty one. Twenty one. Twenty one. Twenty one. Birthday. Crazy. Um. Lil Dirk birthday. Um, yeah, it's a lot of people's birthday in October. Good month. My favorite month of the year. Um, I want to bring a question to y'all real quick because I actually seen a, play, a, a post about it earlier. What is your favorite Drake and Lil Wayne collaboration? Uh, Money to I, Blow, I, if that I counts. I can name them for you because I made it. I had to make a playlist because they didn't have them all listed. So we got Ransom, Man of the Year, Ish, Successful, Unstoppable, I'm Going In, Uptown, Forever with Kanye and uh, Eminem, For My Town, Money to Blow, Bedrock, Every Girl, Miss Me, Gonorrhea with You, right above it, I'm On One, Hyper, The Real Her, The Motto, She Will, Is Good, Pop That, Love Me, No New Friends, Believe Me, Grinding, Truffle Butter, Only, Used to no frauds, both remix featuring Drake and Lil Wayne by Gucci Man. Bruh, the real her hit different, bro. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, boy. Houston girl, the way it goes. Is that not a, like what are we doing? What's that, bro? It's not a top five. I was just saying, name your. Oh, favorite. I like grinding with Lil Wayne and Drake. I like Believe Me with Lil Wayne and Drake. I like uh, like, I like Used to with Lil Wayne and Drake as well. I think. I, I like. I, I got like, right above it. I got right above it. Um, miss me. Um, I'm on one, yeah. and um, yes. I like uh, gonorrhea as well. I like gonorrhea too. Um, oh, money to blow and for my town are also like slipped on. And I like she. Uh, I gotta put uptown in there, and uh, I'm going in. That was like my yeah. Got 
gotta put I'm single in there when I'm single. Hard. But Drake not on there. I don't. I Money to blow might be their best one though, bro. I don't know why he's listed as a feature on I'm single, but he not on there. I, he must have wrote it, wrote the chorus or something. I don't know because it's yeah. to this day it says I'm single featuring Drake, and I'm like I don't hear Drake on this at all. We're doing top five. I'm sorry, or is it? What is he it? just naming them. It was a favorite question. Drake and Lil Wayne song. Favorite? Yes. All right, gotta be a top five. What? Truffle butter. No, I'm just playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst one. I'm not doing that. top five because it really don't have nothing to do with nothing. I mean, well, Drake's birthday is this weekend. I guess we could do this, but I was gonna do um my top five was gonna be my your favorite songs featuring Ty Dolla Ty Dolla Sign. Top five, no. Because his album dropped top at midnight. Five, top five, top five. I like that. My uh, my favorite Drake and Wayne song is Hyper. Nah, it's good one. There's not really bad, that many bad ones. It's just. Might not have no replay value. He said favorite Ty Dolla Sign feature. It's probably high. Dolla um, Believe it is fine because of that episode they played in their power. I don't know what season it was on, but that John was fine. That's when I was. <laughs> oh, I found one. Usually, I like this song. That's I got cool. my top five Ty Dolla already. Is is it his songs or is it songs featuring him? Features. You said features. No, I did. Oh, that's what I'm saying. What? Hey, tell me, pay attention. I said it. Yeah, pay attention. <laughs> I'm gonna stop playing with me, bro. Y'all want me to go? No. All right, I'm ready. Y'all go. Thank I'm God. Pop it out. I'll pop Come it out. Go first, since he's been already long. Okay, my two honorable mentions are from projects that dropped this year. One, Body Language Off, um, Detroit Two with Big Sean and Janae Aiko. Uh, another honorable mention off Lil Key's album, Trapped on Cleveland 3, Don't Stop. Get a bad, don't stop. Mm. Uh, starting my top five, It's a Vibe, uh, off Pretty Girls Like Trap Music, 2 Chains, uh, Trey Songz, Janae Aiko, and Ty Dolla Sign. Uh, number four, Real Friends, off The Life of Pablo with Kanye West. Number three, Backseat with Roddy Rich, off Please Excuse Me for Being Antisocial. Number two, Back to Winning, all Fly Times Volume 1, The Good, Fly Young, with Khalifa. And then number one, song that blew up this year, off TikTok, Something New, off Rolling Paper Stew, with Khalifa, Tied Dollar Sign. Uh, uh, mm -mm. That's my top five. We back. There you go. You back. You back. We good. We good. We good. We good. Nah, they fake. We good. We good. <laughs> the stock going up, making all the right moves. All right, Johnny Mars, right. what you going to do? Yeah, I'm going to go. You ready? Yep. All right. I had to think about it. All right, my number one. No, I'm going to go number five. I don't got – I do got an honorable mention. It's, it's a vibe. That's a great song. So that's, that's my honorable mention. Number five, Body Language with Janelle Echo and Big Sean. Great song. My number four – my number four is Back to Winning. I love Wiz Khalifa. So it's, yes, it's – I love Wiz. Yes, number three, I got Real Friends. That's a great song about the on the life of Pablo. It is uh, number two. Wouldn't leave. Also another Kanye collab. Um, with I think it has Charlie else. If it's just Charlie them, Wilson. yeah, Charlie. Charlie Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, it, that goes crazy. And then number one is After Dark with Drake. Like that's it. Like that's that's the song right there. So <laughs> JB, where you at? That's my top five. You ready? You on mute, cuz. Those are all charting I'm songs. Here. You on Billboard. You need me to go. You ready? <clears throat> now nah, I'm ready. You got so, it. So I'm gonna start from one to five. 
So number one for me would be, let me see, Play No Games by Big Sean featuring Ty Dolla Sign. I also got to say It's a Vibe is number two. I will put Backseat three, Body Language four. And then for my fifth, I would have to say She Don't by LMA. LMA. Got you. All right. I have four honorable mentions. I have to do some digging. Uh, honorable mention, I got Up on the Wall by The Game from the documentary 2.5. I have Single Again by Big Sean, that thing that I released. I have Lit by Wiz Khalifa from Khalifa, the 2016 project. Also, had my last honorable mention is Scared of the Dark off of the Into the Spider-Verse uh, soundtrack with Lil Wayne and XXX and Tashion. Number five, I have Wooden Leave off of Kanye uh, Ye album. Number four, I have Real Friends off of The Life of Pablo. Number three, I have Blessings by Chance the Rapper from Coloring Book. Number two, I have Jam by Kevin Gates from Isla. And number one, I have Sorry Mama by YG from My Crazy Life. It's crazy. I got a song that nobody has, and I, I appreciate that. All right, but um, my honorable mentions, I actually just started liking this song today, and after watching the video yesterday at John House, hit different. I didn't like it at first, but I actually kind of like it now more. I got Love Jones featuring Ty Dolla Sign by YG. I got Banger by Wiz Khalifa featuring Ty Dolla Sign. I got 28 Grand. Yeah, that was my 28 Grand. Yeah. I got Jam by Kevin Gates uh, as one of my honorable mentions. And then I have, um, wait, one, two, three, four, five. I have um, Blessings by Chance the Rapper featuring Ty Dolla Sign. Uh, and Rari and BJ the Chicago Kid is an honorable mention. And last but not least, Real Friends is an honorable mention because y'all named a lot of songs I didn't even think about. So my top five, I have number five, Post Malone featuring Ty Dolla Sign, Psycho. I love that song. I love Ty Dolla Sign verse on that song. Uh, number four, I got Play No Games by a Big Sean featuring Chris Brown and Ty Dolla Sign. Number three, I got Backseat by Roddy Rich featuring Ty Dolla Sign. Number two, I have a collab, I don't know whose song it is, but um, On The Way by Khalid Black and Ty Dolla Sign. Um, I don't know if I ever heard the song, but yeah. Yeah, black and, uh, Put it in driving uh, outside. I'll be on that's the way. Song. Oh, that's Khalid's song. So yeah, I like that song. And number one, you know who birthday coming up. I have Drake Jaded featuring Ty Dolla Sign. He was on that song. I didn't know Ty Dolla Sign was on that song. Yeah, I didn't know that. Wait, I, that I, I totally didn't know that. He's on that song. What part of the song are you on? He do like he wrote he wrote back on the song. Back around, back around. That's him. Yeah. Yeah, and he on the chorus too. So when he be like, Jaded, that's him. Most man, of, and, really uh, all the high notes is him. Where and he wrote it. Pick up, man. Real, pick up, man. Go pick up. Bruh, that's a great pick up music, man. To, don't play yeah. it. Don't play You don't got to play it. No, I'm just saying, go to G. <laughs> verse one, Drake and Todd Allison. It's both. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, yeah, you know, that would definitely been in my top five. Okay. No, that's hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, when you said after dark, I was like, damn, is it after dark? I thought he was on Jaded. I had to go back and listen. And I was like, he is on this. I hear him. Well, I know they for sure listed his feature on After Dark. Yeah, they listed on yeah. that. It was like a run on this side, ride alone on this side. Yeah, Jade is number one. I didn't I get <laughs> for now sure. That, now that's my number two. Sorry, <laughs> off, uh, sorry, Mama from that. Why that first YG album goes stupid. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry, Mama. That's the one you on. No, nah. oh, that's the full one. I said I'm yeah, sorry, yeah, Mama. Yeah, yeah, um. 
You gonna treat me like this, and you know I have seizures. You know I take the headache and fever. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, YG best album to this day. Classic album. Classic album. Classic. Uh, is there any news breaking? Is that a podcast? Yes. While we on music, uh, Playboy Cardi will reportedly be featured on Lil Key's deluxe uh album. I just has, hope Playboy Car- has Playboy Cardi missed his window. I say yes. Yes. I say yes. yes. I think Drake. I think that Drake feature he did wasn't all that either. Off uh the whatever that was that care package. I don't know what it was. Whatever. Uh, Darkland yeah, Dark demo. demo. Yeah, play. I didn't like I think that. that song was a lot <laughs> let down, but I think a lot of people slept on At Me. Uh, yeah, At Me's not that bad. I'm geeked up. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. I, I definitely think um he missed his window, and at this point, it's no it's anticipation, but I'm not sitting around waiting on it no more. Right. The leaks don't mean as much. <laughs> oh, a lot of leaks. He let he let Uzi punk him out. I don't really feel it no more. Go ahead, bro. Uh, is there any news breaking? Are we good? Is that a podcast? <laughs> podcast. Jalen about right. to go to sleep, boy. You know how you know he got a bedtime. Look at his eyes. Ah, <laughs> uh, bro, I'm really taking care of kids and oh, working yeah. all King, day. King Von album next Friday. Looking forward to that as well. And this will conclude episode seventy-eight of the Pack Live Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to like, comment, share, and subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube. Follow us on Apple Podcast. Oh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Pack Life Pod or Pack Life Podcast. Beside me, we got my cousin, Mr. Damon Geis. Be on the lookout for Every Yards Now, the first episode of the podcast coming out with my boy Brew. Be on the lookout for that. Five, and when we got Mr. Johnny Mars. Let me full screen on him. About to say something profound. Let's get it. I'm not going to say nothing profound. Ah. I was watching the the debate that was happening during the filming of this podcast. And if it taught you nothing else, please go out and vote. There are two weeks left in the early voting process. So please make sure you cast your vote, let your voice be heard, and don't be a square and vote for the person we know you're not supposed to vote for. <laughs> or Kanye. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. Please don't vote for Kanye, bro. Please. <laughs> Diagonally, we got. My boy, JD, Jalen Benjamin. You know, man, always, always great to be here, man. Go pick up your new merch. You know what I'm saying? Website is up, revamped. Go check it out. Hackbrand.net. And last but not least, we got my brother, Mr. Cut Carter. Cutthroat. Uh, no, actually, not a cutthroat. I just want to say one more time, shout out to my brother for all the big things he's doing. I'm going to go ahead and dedicate my outro to him. Keep up the good work, man. The family's proud of you. The gang proud of you. Everybody proud of you. Keep up the good work. Keep making them proud. You know what I'm saying? Keep doing your thing. Cut through. That's all I want to say. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Oh. And I am your host, Bruiser Carter. Thank you for tuning in. Rock with us. 78 episodes. And we're 22 episodes away from a hunt show. When we get to a hunt, I don't know what we're going to do. We might, we might throw a party oh, on them. We're going to give away some shirts. Hey, we're gonna not, be in person. Not many shirts. We're gonna give away some shirts though. Some. Give away a few shirts. It's on some now. Throw a little, <laughs> throw a little hundred episode party or something. We're gonna be in. We're gonna be in person for the hundred episode. Nah, we like, ain't being virtual. We're gonna have to we're, we're social distancing. Oh, facts for sure. They're gonna be uh, the budget going up. I see you're gonna have to dip into that uh pack brand budget, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and we out of here. Oh, hey, no! Pack